0: You're tuning in to the Raised by Rentals program. This podcast will contain strong language and spoilers for decades-old media properties. Welcome everybody. This is the podcast where we examine pop culture franchises of the VHS era and improv news stories unscripted like we're off our meds to imagine how we might improve our favorite movies, TV and games. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we were raised by rentals. Mike, I hope you killed a turkey and ate it.
1: Oh, I did.
2: I (laughs) ate it some good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, happy Thanksgiving. We didn't get a chance to talk on Thanksgiving. And my holiday got a little bit messed up because we did our Thanksgiving celebration on Tuesday instead of Thursday. And then I was off for work for a couple of days. So I don't even know what fucking day it is today. But anyway, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> same
2: to you.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's same with me. I, I, uh, I had to work uh, Thanksgiving night. And so we celebrated on Black Friday um, where, and long story short, but my sister's husband, like his family, they do like a big Thanksgiving get together. So she always goes there for Thanksgiving. So a lot of times my family will get together the following day so they can join us, you know, for dinner as well. And I always end up having to work anyway, so it's no skin off my back. Um, so Jess and Caleb went to her cousin's house on Thanksgiving to celebrate. I just slept in and had like cold sandwiches for dinner and um, and then, you know, went to work. But uh, but it's funny that, that I celebrated my Thanksgiving on Black Friday, considering why we're here today. That's right. That's right.
0: Because it's also Black Friday. I mean, it was a couple days ago. But for us, <laughs> it's the Black Friday episode of Raised mm-hmm. by Rentals. Uh, yeah, That's so, right. <laughs> when we were planning out our schedule for the rest of the year... Uh, well we did the same thing last year where it starts to become important that we sync up for like holidays and specials at a certain point of the year around the summertime it's like okay we have to do the summer special we gotta do something for school we gotta do something for halloween something you know big for halloween maybe thanksgiving maybe christmas and at first we were kind of thinking like, eh, maybe we'll do a Thanksgiving episode. I don't know. Like, we'll see if something, you know, comes to mind. I'm really glad we did because that Polish Shore <laughs> episode was fucking crazy. That was so much fun. That <laughs> That
1: is definitely up there for me along with uh, Cobra 2, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Operation Miami Beach, and um, the Slasher Camp specials. Uh, that I really had a lot of fun with the Pauly Shore one, and I did not expect it to go in the way it did, but I'm very happy that it went the way it went.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, 100%. I thought it was going to be an absolute train wreck, to be honest. I, I was like, <laughs> it's okay, we'll just get through the Thanksgiving episode. We historically have not had like the best episodes in November, like no offense to our guests and the people who liked those shows, but they weren't always like our highest ratings, you know? Right. So I wasn't really expecting much. It was just kind of like the lull between Halloween and Christmas. We got to do <laughs> something. And I, and we were like, fuck it. Let's just do the, the most ridiculous thing we could think of and just, you know, have some fun with it. And I actually got some really, really good feedback from people, you know, who listened to the show. Uh, shout out to Corey from, so it's come to this, a Simpsons family podcast who apparently really liked the show so much that she scared somebody at the gym (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) so yeah and we got some other other feedback as well so yeah that was a really really good one i gotta check the downloads but i remember it being a pretty good premiere as well uh so yeah i was super excited about it i listened to it twice after i spent a bunch of time editing it so you know i was just enjoying the wackiness of it um But yeah, so we were looking at our schedule and it's like, okay, there's this spot between Thanksgiving and Christmas and just like with the Halloween episodes, it becomes like, well, what are we going to do? Do we want to do like a second holiday special? Do we want to just pick something from our list of ideas and do like a quote unquote normal episode just to throw something in there? But, of course, with Black Friday, even though this isn't coming out on Black Friday, that was last week, we're like, oh, fuck it. Like, why not? It's kind of like a weird holiday between you know Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like, shit, let's just do something with that. Um, especially since I feel like when you say Black Friday, when you think about like a story, like a movie or a book, I feel like there should be some kind of like a famous horror movie or horror story about Black Friday. It seems like so obvious. Right. That while there are some that exist, there is there aren't really any that like stand uh, stand out as being really any good. Am I wrong? No, no, not at
1: all. In fact, like and, and I know uh, you and I had talked about this uh, a while ago, but there there was the movie I want to say from 2021 uh, with Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa, Michael Jai White. Like it was, it was a star-studded cast. Like there was a lot of good actors in it. It was a great concept, you know, where it's like, oh, it's a horror movie that takes place on Black Friday. And all oh, the shoppers are going to be like real zombies this time. Oh, isn't that so funny? And everything from the pitch, like the elevator pitch for that movie is like, oh, fuck, yes, I am in. And oh, yeah. I rented it and I'm like, I can't say that it's done badly. Like the acting is solid. The effects are solid. There's nothing that is just like, wow, this is, you know, terribly done. It was just boring, which is so sad. Like, that's almost worse than it being bad because it wasn't it just there was no substance to really get excited about. Like they had this fantastic premise and great cast and they just kind of dropped the ball. And it was like, I can't say it was bad, but I can't say it was good. And that's almost worse. You know, so it's like it bugs me to this day that we don't have a. Like a solid horror particularly a slasher movie. Like I feel like Black Friday, it it summons up the feeling of a crazy slasher to me. You know, it kind of has that Black Christmas vibe to it, like where it's like we're going to take this thing and turn it into like a blood and guts, you know, moment. And uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm just it always bothered me that we didn't have one like
0: that. Yeah, I totally agree. I didn't even bother watching that movie as much as I do like some of the folks in the cast, you know, of course, Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa and Michael Jai White, like you mentioned. I normally would love to watch a movie with those guys. That's like a no brainer. Of course, I'm going to see that. But I never bothered because right after it came out, I was I just heard nothing or if I did hear anything, it was like, yeah, whatever, you know, like so I just I just kept bumping it down. You know my uh i didn't even didn't even actually put it on my list of movies to watch but just sort of like my mental checklist of like, yeah i'll watch that someday and then i just completely forgot that it existed <laughs> to, to the point when when you and i were talking about this episode like trying to plan something i had to go like look up well there's got to be some movie called black friday right like it's like you mentioned like black christmas like there's probably multiple movies called black friday let me go look up what has existed before so we can avoid You know, overlapping the existing ideas or maybe there's some movie we can watch and come up with like an improv improved remake but really while there have been a couple of movies called black friday again none of them really stand out except for maybe that one from 2021 which i completely forgot even existed and then i was like you know what i don't even want to watch it like i don't care (laughs) right
1: (laughs) Uh, and and yeah it's really i mean i i wouldn't say that people are going to hate it overall. But I have yet to meet someone that thought it was good. Everyone just kind of had the meh reaction that I've talked to. So I think that would be your reaction too. You'd probably just be like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. it and is what it the, is. I watched the trailer and I didn't, you know, didn't change my opinion at all. Like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. Yep. I, f- I feel like I saw the movie. I, w- I read the Wikipedia description. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know? <laughs> right <laughs> Um, unfortunately, unfortunately Bruce Campbell I feel like is in too many movies like that like he has a lot of small parts and you think it's going to be fun because Bruce Campbell's fucking awesome but he's in a lot of movies that are kind of like Ugh, why'd you do that man like you could right. do so much better you, know? <laughs> you really needed that paycheck I guess Bruce yeah. <laughs> but, hey man some guys just that's all they that's all they care about like just sign, write me a check and show me when to show up I guess you know yep. um, but uh, so yeah to me I I was sort of baffled that there isn't already some kind of a classic horror story, not even necessarily a movie, but even like a book or a TV show or something like what is the black Friday scary story. And it doesn't really seem to exist, which is weird because in real life, it's a horrific phenomenon.
1: (laughs) You You know, and,
0: and for anyone who could, I don't know if anyone could possibly not know what we're talking about but just to kind of like set the stage for what we mean when we say black friday we're talking about the friday after thanksgiving right thanksgiving is always on a thursday so the next day is black friday and it's considered the first day of the christmas shopping season and that traditionally at least in america is when a lot of retailers would have their big sales their big christmas sales start on friday and anyone who wants to get a good deal on a hot button or high dollar item before Christmas, you got to get out there, get to the store early and get in and grab it. And Mm -hmm. what that devolved into, at least for most of my lifetime, was crowds of people camping outside of department stores and malls, you know, from the wee hours of the morning, fighting and jostling to be the first people at the door. And then The staff at the store opening the door and being trampled and pushed by a mob, a wave of people rushing into the store and then people literally fighting over like Tickle Me Elmo's and Cabbage Patch dolls.
1: (laughs) Abso-fucking-lutely. Um, I used to work at Media Play in the 90s, and uh, I worked several Black Fridays there. And I- I'll let you all know a little uh, little secret. Uh, I don't know if they still do this. I'm imagining most most stores still do. But we would have the doorbuster sales. And it would be like, you know, in, well, back in the 90s, it was like this big freaking, you know, Samsung stereo or something like that, where it's like, it's an eight-disc CD changer. And, you know, it would be like doorbuster sale, $59.99. The thing's normally $200. There would be one unit sent to Western New York. Oh, Not gosh. one per store. There would yeah. be like, okay, either the Elmwood store is going to get it, the Transit Road store is going to get it, the Boulevard store is going to get it, or the Military Road store is going to get it. Who's going to get the door buster item? And it would never come to us. We were the one in Niagara Falls. And like, so we'd have the circular that would claim this item is on sale. We'd be watching as the crowd was piling up outside the glass doors. And I remember asking my manager, so what are we going to do if people come and ask me about this? Because I worked in music at the time. And he was like, just tell them it's sold out. I'm like, to who? They're all outside. And he's like, just tell them it's sold out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm going to get hit. Yeah. And, you know, sure enough, as soon as the door opened, I had people lining up in music, wanting the fucking stereo. And it's like, I'm sorry, it's already sold out. And then, of course, the same thing. Who, who bought it? And then they're blaming the employees for buying it. It's like, no, corporate didn't send them. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, yeah I had, they, I... they put employees in horrible situations. I really did. And, and in my experience, I never worked at like a big box store, like a Target or a Walmart, but I did work retail in the mall. Mm -hmm. And luckily, I never worked in a store that had those types of doorbuster sales. But I did work in a store in 1998, that sold Furbies. And it was... One of the few places in Western New York that advertised that we were going to have them in stock, Uh, I worked at the store called Weir Entertainment that is actually no longer in business. And as mm-hmm. soon as we pulled up those, uh, you know, the mall gates, you know, like the garage doors, you open up in front of the store. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just jumped out of the way, and people rushed into the store. And we had, we we just put them all up at the front counter. So if you're going to come in the store, come to the front counter, grab a Furby, and you're already at the register. Like the idea was, let's prevent people from getting into fist fights between the display and the cash register <laughs> because you would see that at other stores, you know, like we literal had me- fist fights.
1: Yeah, we actually had that over Furbies at media play. It was one of the few times that I watched the cops come and arrest two people um, because it was two like, middle-aged women that got into a fist fight because there was a limit of, I think, I want to say it was two Furbies per person, um, and this one lady was trying to buy three. And this lady was like, well, I didn't get my second one. And they started arguing. And then it came to blows right in front of the cash register. And yeah, no one got their Furbies that day because they got arrested. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) yeah that was a weird phenomenon too because it fizzled and died so quickly at least in my experience because i remember taking returns oh yeah there were there were quite a few because they also didn't work that well and they were they either be faulty or too hard to figure out and we took Mm -hmm. a lot of returns and then eventually we just had a whole little pyramid of them on the the little island in the middle of the store where the cash registers were we had a whole little pyramid there of returned clearance furbies that sat there for months
1: yep we we did the same thing like we had to destroy a lot of returned merchandise particularly toys we would send the send the isbn number back to the uh, to the warehouse so we would get refunded um, but like one of my jobs was to help destroy some of the merchandise so people couldn't resell it and my manager at the time I know I've told this story on the Boogeyman's closet but my manager at the time in, in shipping and receiving he was skinning the furbies he was taking a box cutter and skinning their pelts <laughs> That's and right. he had a box of Furby pelts in the back room that he kept saying he was gonna make a vest out of one day. I don't think he ever got enough to do that. <laughs> but we also had a box of beaks and eyes. It was it was a creepy thing. But the best part about it is we had a skinned Furby that still had its beak and stuff, but it was all busted up. It had been hit with a hammer a few times. Um so it was it was broken, but it was on. It still interacted. And our other manager saw it, thought it was hilarious, and brought it up to the front register to scare the cashiers. He put it on the the little island behind the cashiers, and there was customers cashing out. Well, there was a mother and her child, and the Furby decided to turn on, you know, because it was mo- those motion-sensitive things, because it was already on. And it, it just goes it was like, it was like, pat, 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 pat. And it was like, <laughs> twitching and like one little stick that was its ear was like rapidly wiggling and the other one wasn't because that's where it was hit with a hammer and the kid just started bawling his eyes out <laughs> it was so fucked up but my god it was funny
0: <laughs> oh i love that oh
1: man <laughs> yeah and so, hear horror so sto- many furby
0: stories <laughs> well you'd take hear, hear horror stories like that all the time not, not about furbies necessarily but you know just horror stories about black friday um I remember when the Phantom Menace came out. That actually wasn't Black Friday because it came out in spring, I think, of '99. And I remember I worked yeah. at the at the store, and We Entertainment was like, if you can picture like the Disney store, but it wasn't just Disney. So they sold Disney and Warner Brothers, and lots of like Simpsons and Scooby Doo and. I love Lucy for some reason. It was like really big, and we had a big movie theater screen in the back, and they would play, you know, Disney or like Pixar movies or you know whatever, and uh, you know kids' movies. And we were encouraged to get the kids to like hang out and watch the movies, so their their parents would stay longer and shop, you know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, so it was kind of a weird mixture of like all different types of properties. But we were also one of the the stores that advertised getting the Star Wars The Phantom Menace uh, merch in. And we had a huge crowd of people when we opened the store. But ironically, it was the most uh, polite and like well-mannered mob <laughs> I've ever really come across because – People just came in and they went right for the displays and came right to the register, and nobody was fighting and nobody was arguing. You could definitely tell there were some people who were disappointed, but like they kind of kept it to themselves for the most part. And it was just people who were super excited, and all the chatter was like, Oh man, I can't wait to see it because it was going to come out the next day, I remember. So this was like a mm-hmm. like the early release stuff. And no one had any idea who Jar Jar was. And I, you know, <laughs> we sold so much of that merchandise, completely sold out. And then <laughs> immediately the next day, it was like all the Jar. Jar Jar stuff started coming back. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man,
0: we had so many Jar Jar like, uh, you know, like water bottles and stuff like that and like coffee mugs. But yeah, we, we didn't really destroy things at that store, but I definitely destroyed some Jar Jar stuff back then. <laughs> um, but I, I never worked in a big box store, so I never got to experience the the dangerous mob, you know, of people just rushing in like the running of the bulls or something, you know, yeah. like a Walmart or a Target or someplace like that. But you would see it on the news and yeah. there'd be news coverage for days about crazy incidents. You know, like you said, people getting arrested, even people getting killed and trampled and you know, yep. employees getting trampled and It's been a sitcom trope for years of, you know, doing an episode about Thanksgiving or Christmas and they'll have somebody, you know, some, uh, you know, the Winslow's kid works at the the big box store and comes home and tells all the horror stories about Black Friday or whatever. You know, (laughs) I feel like and that's why I think it's such a weird thing that there isn't like a big horror movie or a big event or a- even an action movie that kind of centers around this phenomenon in, in America of people just killing each other to get a good deal on a Christmas present. Um, right. I think something like Jingle All the Way takes the idea of like fighting over a toy, but you don't see this event where they're like, you know, killing each other and fighting and getting into fist fights and stuff. Uh, but, It seems like the perfect setting for a horror story. And because one doesn't exist, and because the title Black Friday hasn't really been used well, we figured, hey, this is the perfect opportunity for us to improv improve something by making up our own story. Forget the movies that exist, the one from 2021, or there's even a Boris Karloff one from the 40s. I don't care. Forget all that. We're going to come up with a story for a horror movie called Black Friday that is actually about this horrific shopping event
1: yes and i one of the things i would immediately like to say is we need to set it either in the 80s or 90s when the phenomena was at its peak because now as you know we talked off the air um this this past black friday that just happened um no one seemed to care (laughs) because everyone was shopping online so i feel like the phenomena is finally dying um, like people are not rushing out to stores and fighting with one another to get the sales. Plus let, let's be honest. I mean, a lot of, uh, a lot of people are feeling the pinch of the, uh, constant rising prices. So people mm-hmm. aren't, you know, out there going crazy for deals right now. They're like, screw you. You got deals on rent, you know? <laughs> It's like you got deals yeah, on groceries because exactly. uh, fuck your big yeah. box stores. I know I could do with some deals on groceries and shit, personally.
0: I mean, I guess we can understand from that same mentality that, that there might be folks out there who you know need that good deal, right? They need to get to the store on Black Friday and get that good sale. But now I feel like it's easier, too, because you know there's so many stores that are offering pre-Thanksgiving and post-Thanksgiving and Cyber Monday sales and all these things. It's like I don't even – Know what's on sale anymore because I get so many emails and so many mm-hmm. ads on social media and so many people talking about it and flyers in the mail of all of these different sales going on to the point where I'm like, look, it's almost Christmas, so I'm just going to shop online and I'm probably going to find a good deal or coupon code because everybody's throwing the shit at me. I can just go and check my email trash, you know, for like, <laughs> I guarantee you this online retailer emailed me something like a week ago that I just didn't even look at, you know, so I'll go yep. look. <laughs> no, that's 100% true. Like I did like
1: 90% of my Christmas shopping this week online, you know, between like Amazon and a bunch of the, uh, the small like vendors that I buy from like art, you know, art toys and like prints and stuff. Everyone was doing sales. So it was like, oh, you know, let me let me buy from this shop and let me grab from this shop. And ooh, this Etsy shop has a a coupon code. And, you know, it was like a lot of that. But it's like I I pretty much crossed most of the people off my Christmas list in the last like four days just because I was able to find so many deals online. I didn't step foot in the fucking store.
0: Yeah, Yeah. it's funny, too, because I've actually never gone to a black friday sale in person when i was a kid my mom would be like fuck no i don't care how cheap stuff is well i'm not going and dealing with those crowds that's not going to happen so we would just watch it on tv and marvel at the spectacle of it you know <laughs>
1: i i only did once um it was it was 2001 i'll never forget this it was uh i had it was after i had i had uh Basically, I was not working Black Friday anymore at Media Play. I was still working at Media Play, but I was working at the hospital, so that was my primary place of work. Um, and since I had to work, you know, Thanksgiving night into Black Friday, I was coming home, and I, w- I was looking around like, you know, there's not a lot of people at Walmart. Like it looks busy, but they do have TVs on sale. And I, and I, at the time, I was planning on moving out, and I didn't have my own color TV, so I was like, let me let me just go and see. Let me go see. First of all, it was confusing as hell because there was just pallets of stuff everywhere. Um, so I'm trying to find the television. There's employees helping customers every which way. Eventually found a pallet of TVs in the women's shoe department, which I thought was weird. Um, and I went and I got one. So I was like, okay, I got a TV. There are people like literally with uh, freaking like dollies carrying televisions because there was no limit on them. And uh, so I'm walking to the front register and this little old man, He stops me halfway to the register. He goes, oh, is that the the RCA TV that was on sale in the circular? I said, yeah. He goes, do you mind if I take a look at it real quick? And he puts his glasses on. He's looking at the specs. And while he's looking at it, he's reaching his hands into the handholds that my hands are in and then starts trying to yank it out of my hands. And I was like, what are (laughs) you doing? And he starts yelling mine like I was somehow stealing (laughs) it from him. I was like, "Give my TV, old bastard. And I took off i was so bad i was like i will never do this again ever
0: oh, oh it was man, such an awful
1: ridiculous. experience
0: <laughs> oh man so it's the perfect setting for a horror story right i think that's uh you know we've, we've driven the point uh, into the ground so let's mm-hmm. let's get to the good stuff Let let's come up with this story of okay. what we would do with something for black friday now you had mentioned before like a slasher idea, uh, and I, I think you know, we talked a little bit offline and kind of threw some ideas back and forth. So we're probably going to be on the same page here. But when I when I think of Black Friday, the traditional you know 20th century concept of a Black Friday, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, you know the big crowds of people where it's like a dangerous scenario. That's the part that I think of as a good setting for a horror story. It's the crowds of people. It's this mob yeah. mentality. You put enough people together into a big crowd and they can they can protest, you know, and change the world or they can, you know, loot and plunder, you know, and they can yep. they can grab the pitchforks. And there's something about, you know, putting uh, people together in like this hive mind group that allows them to do things that would never happen. I mean, I think January 6th, yeah. anyone, you know, <laughs> absolutely. No, no, dude.
1: Oh. seriously. Like I have gone on record as saying the most terrifying thing about the uh, about Halloween kills is not Michael Myers. It's the fucking mob mentality. Mob mentality is terrifying.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So for me, that's what the horror story is. It's the mob mentality. But I think at the same time, what that big crowd of people does is it creates chaos and Mm. chaos creates opportunity. So I think there's a couple of different ways to approach a horror story where is the horror the crowd of people or is the crowd of people a setting that allows something else to happen because of this chaos, you know?
1: Yeah, no. And I I think I think that's the key right there is that uh, it's it's an opportunity killing. You know, it's going to be that uh, there's going to be a lot of people around and someone can hide amongst the chaos.
0: Yeah, OK, well, that's perfect. So it's, you know, it seems like we're, you know, we're, we're, we have a good setup. So let's, let's put a couple of building blocks together and create a setting. I think if we do like a setting, a time, a place, maybe some people, some characters, you know, what we can kind of uh, set the stage for, you know, what our slasher or killer or whatever it is, like we, we, the the, uh, the setting that they're going to, they're going to step into uh, in this crowd. So uh, obviously, again, 80s and 90s has to be because you mm-hmm. don't want to have cell phones and because, again, the phenomena doesn't really exist in the exact same way anymore. Um, I I love the look of a low budget 80s horror movie. I think we've gone our record and we've done it multiple times, you know. Oh, uh, hell I, yeah. So let's just come up with a name for our store and maybe throw some like employees inside and let's just start from there.
1: Yeah, no, I I was thinking, you know, some kind of a big box store, particularly like like a Kmart or a Walmart or a Target, um, you know, more more. I think more akin to a Walmart, something that's going to be like a superstore, where they'll have like you know a grocery section and you know every uh, type of goods you can imagine, like an automotive part, uh, you know, zone and you know fucking guns and tools and shit. So it could be like you know the the plethora of stuff that we could have the killer use.
0: yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I, in fact, we could even call the store Big Box, you know, and just yeah, that, that <laughs> just works. Have, just have a logo that looks like a cube in between, you know, big and box, like easy, you know. That I I actually
1: really like that. So yeah, okay. So the store will be called Big Box. Um, that's kind of funny. I never actually considered calling it that. I was like, that's that's good. Exactly. Um, for whatever reason, I the, the manager character, like, because there has to be, you know, at least somebody in authority that the employees are going to be talking to i just keep picturing the dude just being named frank like i'm picturing this like middle-aged kind of balding pot-bellied like family man named frank
0: (laughs) yeah exactly and there's something about too about the 80s especially movies in the 80s where man people like would live in these big giant houses in the suburbs, but they had these like retail jobs. It was like, how is some retail right. mid-level manager affording a fucking eight bedroom house in like the Chicago <laughs> suburbs, John Hughes, you know? <laughs> oh, I
1: always hated that. Like I never noticed it as a kid, but the moment, like I was an adult, I would question like, what did they do for a living? How did this work? Like clearly they're selling heroin
0: on the side. They must <laughs> There's no way that like the night manager at radio shack, has that house you know it's just it's not a thing Uh, (laughs) keep in mind we had to figure out what kevin McAllister's dad did
1: and we damn well found it in chud he's in a witness protection program damn it
0: (laughs) well see he has an excuse (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) um okay so yeah managers name frank uh like some kind of like a middle-aged overweight white guy with a mustache you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh so since we're kind of pretending that we're improv- improving the Black Friday movie from 2021 i'm just i'm on imdb and i'm just going to steal all the character names i'm like <laughs> <we> <laughs> <laughs> that works that works um so let's just rattle off a couple of employees and you know assign some stereotypical qualities to them you know just just to get ourselves started so uh i'm gonna go with uh Devin Sawa plays a character named ken i don't know anything about that because i haven't seen the movie but okay. uh so we're gonna have a character named ken and i think ken is the new guy and this is his first day oh god
1: <laughs> gotcha okay we should have a the stereotypical big haired bubblegum chomping blonde teenage girl named Cindy. Okay. Cindy, got it. Yeah. She's like, like, like Have her be girl. a cashier. <laughs> yeah. She's like the one that's always like, you know, chewing her gum, like,
0: I don't know. Like that type of girl. <laughs> she definitely has a point of tail on the side for
2: sure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay and then let's see michael jai white plays a character called archie uh so oh, i like that i like at, i like archie i like yeah me too and at, at the risk of stereotyping michael jai white too much i always think of him as like a badass when i see him in movies me i think too. He, he gives off that impression so i think archie needs to be the seasoned vet he's the guy He's been around forever. Maybe he's like the head cashier or he works like the service desk. He's been promoted, but not to management because it's the 80s and he's black. And I'm sorry, but that's the reality. <laughs> right.
1: Know? No, no, no. He should, he should be the back room guy. Like he should be the guy that like takes in all the shipments okay. and runs, runs the back room. So it's like, like he's been there forever. He knows the ins and outs of the store. Yep. But, like, he's kind of running the back. Is it like this is my place? Like, you know, okay, you, you do what you want to do out there, Frank. I run it back here, that type of thing.
0: There you go. Yeah, so he's the foreman in the back. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, so what about you? I'll toss it back to you. Let's come up with a couple more, and then, and then we'll, we'll get into uh, like a scenario.
1: All right. I'm picturing uh, like the little squirrely stock boy that's like, you know, super horny. Like, again, we're talking 80s and 90s. So you got the super horny, scrawny, like (laughs) uh, the shaggy haired kind of stock boy, little Mm -hmm. pimply faced, weak arm kind of thing. Let's just name him Ted.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Ted is way too horny for his own good.
1: (laughs) Horny stock boy.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah, he he watches a lot of uh, horror movies and fast forwards to the tit shots. That's what he does.
1: Yes, he <laughs> he has a copy of uh of uh was it Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and that one scene in the pool is just really worn the fuck out.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I okay. So. I mentioned Ken, just because I think it's funny if there's like, he's the new guy, they hired him for holiday help, you know, just for Mm -hmm. like Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so it's his first day on Black Friday. And I just think it's hilarious to kind of throw that into, uh, throw that type of a guy into the meat grinder. (laughs) The guy has (laughs) no idea what he's doing and they just want him to like, you know, they tell him you should just greet the people when they come in, you know, this. (laughs) (laughs) And he just gets plowed over, you know. Um, but I don't necessarily know that I want that to be like our main focus. I think we need to pick one of these characters to kind of be a POV. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a ensemble cast, we can jump around a lot, but somebody's gonna kind of, you know, talk to Ted, right? Try to hit on right. Cindy, you know, maybe get kicked out of the back room by Archie. You know, we this this kind of a guy. Um or, or girl, right, either way. Yeah, I was, so, I
1: was just going to say, it, it, we should have a, like a final girl type, uh, maybe maybe two, have like a final girl and a final guy type, so you're questioning, you know, throughout the run, like which one's mm-hmm. going to live type of thing. Um, so now you had mentioned Ken, um, and of course the first thing that came to my <laughs> mind was Barbie, but what about Barbara?
0: Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's so, a very 80s name, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, so we have Barbara. She'll be like, you know, final girl, question mark? Yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> right? And she's...
2: Oh, I was
1: correct. just going to say, she'll be like that focal character. For sure, yeah.
0: She'll be our POV. And, you know, she's been working there for a little while. She kind of knows the rope. She knows everybody. You know, she, everyone likes, everyone loves Barbara. Everyone likes yeah. her. Um, and then, we, so since everyone likes her, we need to have a guy, potentially final boy, but no one likes him. So no one likes... Uh, <laughs> No one likes Dennis, right? Fuck Dennis. Dennis Dennis is like, he's not an asshole, but he's just like a regular, like, 80s, you know, teenager, but he's kind of bitter, you know, he's maybe, you know, He's, he's always got he's always got his Walkman and his headphones on blaring so loud you can kind of hear what he's what he's listening to and like mm-hmm. you don't know why he's so mad or he's just pissed off but like Ken's trying to show him like you know like a penthouse or something and Dennis is just like you know get the fuck out of here you know whatever right and you know Dennis wants to just go and be left alone in like the break room and Archie comes in and like you know uh turns off the you know the uh, the episode of you know who's the boss so he can like watch the game and dennis gets pissed <laughs> off and leaves you know like it's just kind of like we don't know why dennis is so like why is he so uh irritable
1: he's mad because black friday killed his parents no sorry um <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no you see you said that like a joke but that'd be hilarious if at some point like if at some point later on in the movie when you know they're they're hiding out somewhere, we gotta give him like the like the Phoebe Kate speech from like Remnons, you know? <laughs>
1: yes! Oh my god. I hate Christmas because my dad died in a chimney. <laughs> what a fucking dark moment in that
0: movie. So maybe Dennis just oh. he doesn't he doesn't hate you know black friday he just hates the holidays so maybe like every time we see dennis he's grumpy but like there, like maybe they maybe uh what's the guy manager's name frank frank right. wants dennis to like hang up the christmas decorations uh because of course the movie's going to start really early in the morning like before they open the store so it's like you know what four five o'clock in the morning right and everyone's mm-hmm. going to come in so as they're coming in and kind of going about their day you know Frank's going to tell Dennis you got to start hanging up all these Christmas decorations and Dennis just thinks that's the worst fucking thing ever he's so fucking annoyed that he's got to do this and so as soon as you know Frank walks away he just like chucks the Christmas ornament like down an aisle or you know something and knocks Santa Claus over in frustration and every time you see him he's just hanging up the Christmas decorations just real shitty and crooked
2: you know? <laughs> 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 oh god
0: Oh, that's oh, okay. fucking funny. Yeah, see, this, this is this is like you know some of the this is the fun of the show for me. It's like <laughs> just imagining all these people. We're gonna put them together into some kind of situation, and just like you know, turn the we're gonna crank their backs and just let them go. You know.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> I, I like that though. <laughs> I like what we've done with Dennis.
0: <laughs> um. So one more quick one is let's have like. Uh, let's have mama bear, like an older woman. She's been working there forever. Everybody loves her. She mamas everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe she comes in and she, I don't know if we want to go the like grandmotherly route. Like she comes in and brings everyone like a scarf that she knitted over the Thanksgiving holiday. Or if she's just going to come in and give everyone like, you know, sage, like ant advice, you know what I mean? Like I'm not sure what direction we want to go in.
1: I feel like either, debbie or jan only because when i worked at media play we had two older women named debbie and jan and they were always the ones bringing in like you know oh it's because it's you know christmas i brought in these cookies they're in the break room you know that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and uh like both of them were kind of grumpy so they're not really the matriarchal type but uh, or like the motherly type but they would still always bring like food to celebrate on the holidays and would always like be festive around the holidays, even though they were kind of a grump because uh, because of the job, they still (laughs) loved their coworkers. So I feel like either Debbie or Jan, but those are the two names that
0: to mind. Let's go with Jan, because I have an actual aunt named Jan, and she was always that type. She's still the aunt who sends everyone a Christmas card, you know, handwritten, and, yeah, sends mm-hmm. cookies and things like that. So, yeah, let's go with Jan, and, okay. yeah, Jan is everybody's auntie, everybody's mama bear. Oh, maybe she brings in cookies, brings yeah. in Christmas cookies for everybody, and this is going to be the first time we see Dennis – even before the Christmas decorations thing, like he's going to he doesn't want cookies from her because, you know, she's like, oh, here, take a cookie. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool. And then she opens up the container and they're you know, Christmas cookies with sprinkles and shit. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm uh, allergic. You know, you know, that kind of. Yeah, thing. gotcha.
1: So now we, we should at least have a handful of uh, customers that are going to be, like, you know, more than just faceless fodder. So just, like, rattle off a couple of names real quick. The, fir- the first name that came to mind, and I know I'm notorious for this, but Bob is the first name that came to <laughs> mind. I pictured, like, just, like, a rotund kind of happy-go-lucky middle-aged dude that's trying to get a bunch of toys for his kids type of thing. But yeah. For- so,
0: okay, so... Uh, Forget the Black Friday movie. I always think Christmas. A Christmas Story is my all-time favorite movie of all time. And mm-hmm. so I, I thought of it too because for some reason when I think of like, you know, old weird guys, I think of like old Ralph from Friday the 13th. So we're going to have a guy called Ralphie and there you go. let's ha- let's have a Randy. Let's just throw that in there for our little Easter egg joke. We'll have a Ralphie Randy. and a Randy. Oh, maybe nice. they're like twins and they have a crush on Cindy and they're like regulars who come in all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes.
1: Okay. So I'm going to put brothers and crush on Cindy. Okay. And then let's have, um, let's have like a, like a Mrs. McDermott or something like that. (laughs) Like some old lady. So yeah. McDermott. Okay. Okay. All right. I think that'll be good. We can come up with other ones if we we need to, uh, depending on what the story calls for. But I think that this will be we have our main cast and then we have like the customers that are going to be like secondary cast, you know, possible fodder.
0: It begs the question of like, how are we going to meet these customers? Because I'm expecting somewhere early on in the movie, we're going to see outside the front doors of the store this big crowd of people that's like milling around in the cold you know waiting like a tidal wave but like we have to meet these customers that we just came up with you know bob and the twins and mrs mcdermott because we want to be able to have some kind of connection that these are like real people but Mm -hmm. you know and, and you know as well as i do that anyone who's ever worked in retail has but loads of stories about like their favorite, their their favorite regular customers or like oh, weirdos, yeah. <laughs> you know, who came in all the time. So we need to come up with some way to meet these customers or to identify them in some way before or after the doors open.
1: Well, I think okay. So what I was thinking with the the, the customers that would be, uh, you know, kind of, not really main characters, but would be char- like named characters like like we just you know talked about Bob, Ralphie, Randy, Miss Miss McDermott, um, all of that. I was figuring those would be people that would, you know, we would learn, we would we would meet during the chaos. Um, So like especially Bob and Mrs. McDermott, like just just in other words, helpful customers that once the shit hits the fan, they're kind of joining forces with the employees. So so we could question, like, are they the killer? Are they in on it? But like, with oh, okay. Ralph, sure. Ralphie and Randy, uh, like the fact that you mentioned specifically that they're regulars, that they, they have a crush on Cindy and all that. We could even do something as simple as like when we see the entire crowd, like outside against the glass, like looking in, you know, faces pressed against, like kind of putting their cup in their hands around their eyes so they can see into the windows. You know, we could maybe even have Cindy be like, Oh my God, there's those brothers that are always fucking with me. Or there's those brothers. And like, we mm-hmm. could do like a little flashback scene of like, like a little flashback monster. where we see cindy like standing there filing her nails at the cash register chewing gum and like ralphie coming up with flowers be like flowers my sweet and then like the very net like the exact same thing like her position has not changed and we see randy going chocolates my dear you know and then like just
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like just scene after
1: scene of the same two doing the same thing and her just looking like she can't be bothered
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's good I, i i don't i definitely like that yeah let's let's definitely do that let's uh Let's just have them kind of be in the front of the crowd and let's have Bob's be some kind of a helpful customer who, you know, there's going to be like a fight or something that's going to break out and Bob's going to like break it up and then he, yeah. you know, maybe Frank's going to come over and be like, "Oh, Bob, thank God you were here. You know, at least one customer is sane today." You know, something like that. Yeah. I think that kind of makes sense. So, okay. So, we've gone on and on about all this setup. I think this is important stuff because we got to lay the groundwork, but like let's get to the good shit. Um yeah. Okay. so
1: okay so here's here's what I'm thinking so if, if we're gonna set this let's let's just officially pick a, a, a time so let's say 1988 you know just just I don't know why just late 80s mm-hmm. not quite the 90s yet so we're not all uh, it's not we're not in the furby craze we're still more in the cabbage patch NES kind of craze era um, but we wouldn't have a lot of technology available to us and it's when stores were a little more lax with gun policies, Um, Mm. because I'm sure you remember growing up in the 80s and Kmart just had a whole fucking rack of guns with usually there was no clerk there. There was a bell to ring and you could just kind of like walk around the counter and grab a gun like it was very lax back then. So I'm thinking uh, so 1998 plus back then you didn't uh, Black Friday sales did not start on Thanksgiving. They start like you open the doors, you might open the doors at like 3 a.m., but it wasn't, you know, the night of Thanksgiving. It had to be after midnight. Um, You know, they didn't start that bullshit of like at 7 p.m. Thanksgiving night. They didn't start that until the 2000s. So, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was always like early, early morning. Like I know with media play, we normally opened at nine in the holiday season. And on Black Friday, we opened at like 7 a.m., you know, and then like I know um, a couple of years, well, Early on in the 2000s, like Target would normally open at like eight and then they were opening at like 5 a.m. on Black Friday.
0: Yeah. yeah. So earlier and earlier, though.
1: Yeah. So what I would say is like so maybe this store is one of those ones where like they're going to open at three in the morning. It's So so when we we see our characters like it's maybe like midnight and they're at the store, they're all annoyed. You know, it's starting to snow outside pretty bad. You know, there's a severe weather warning like coming and like maybe the employees are all pissed about. They're like, oh, God, I had so much food and now I'm here and I want to just fucking sleep and there's bad weather. And what the fuck, man? Like just grumpy, don't want to be there. And Frank's trying to cheer everyone up like, come on, guys, let's put on the Christmas tunes and get the Christmas tree up and blah, 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 trying to set up before the customers come in. So. We kind of have our setting of all of the employees do not want to be there. It's late at night. They're all full of turkey. <laughs> Just like, fuck, what is my life? That type of <laughs> yeah. a thing.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we should start off with one of our POV characters. Like let's start off with Barbara or Dennis. And I kind of like the idea of Barbara where we can do a little bit of a fake out at the beginning. I mean, it'll be obvious, but let's start off with like a creepy setting, right? Where Barbara is driving in like this. The start of a snowstorm, and she pulls into this dark parking lot, like she's going to pull up to the store. And maybe it's one of those, you know, like a Kmart or a Walmart where it's a big store. There could maybe even be a couple of smaller stores in like the plaza, you know, nearby, uh, but everything's dark, and she's pulling into the back and as she's like pulling in there's this you see all these people and she's like you know i don't know maybe wiping like the steam off of her windshield trying to trying to get a closer look and it's like what the fuck are all these people here you know and hell we could even go overboard with it and maybe even have like people run up to her car and start banging on it and she's like you know she's gonna freak out and like peel away and like you know run up go into the back and like get out of her car and maybe she sees some people like milling around in the parking lot and then they're kind of creeping her out so she's gonna like run to the back door and like bang on it and create this sort of fake. where she's trying to get in the store quick, you know, and maybe even... Maybe even have some customer who's like, "Oh, look, there's a door back here," and she's just like, "Bang, bang, bang" on the door, and then you know, right at the last second, while some, a couple of, uh, you know, enterprising, you know, sneaky customers are running, running at her, you see Archie open up the door and like, you know, she rushes in, and Archie just like, you know, stands in the doorway and stares these guys down until they skid <laughs> to a stop and like turn around, you know?
1: Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny because you were describing it, it was almost scene for scene what I was picturing with the setup that you had laid out. So yeah, like Perfect. I, I, I. I think what we should do is have like do like straight up POV, like you said, have her pulling into the lot. We see all the customers starting to like pile up. So it's like it's not even it's it's not even like 1 a.m. yet. Like it's just after midnight and we see like customers starting to like park in the front. And like so we see this POV shot uh, of Barbara driving through the parking lot and like come around back. Now, one of the things I want to show in the back is like we're going to have like the employee parking back there and have mm-hmm. like snow piles like so there's a lot of snow like plowed up against the the back of the parking lot and i want to yeah. specifically have a snow plow in the lot so it's okay. like whether it's it's one of those things like that you know archie would be doing that to clear their the parking lot so he'd be driving the snow plow um so make because that's going to come back later so we have we have just like you said like she gets out of the car and you have the employees like you know hey look over there and we do that whole scare cuz i fucking love that and i love the way you had archie come out and just mean mug him that's perfect <laughs> so so yeah so we introduce our two characters like that we get inside and you know and this is where we get to see that while archie is a badass he you know he's he's good to his co-workers like he's he's a good man so like you know he when when uh, barber comes in you know, he, like, kind of claps some of the snow off of her shoulders, like, how you doing, Barbara? You know, just, like, real, real nice, you know, and she's like, cookie? You know, and offers him a cookie, you know, and he's like, oh, thanks, you know, grabs one, and she heads out to the store floor. So we meet Archie here in that little quiet moment. We see that he's a badass, but has a heart of gold, you know, and we wa- we follow Barbara out of the back and into, like, the main store. And I- I'm just picturing this POV shot of her opening the back doors and just a bright, freaking fluorescent lights of the big mm-hmm. box you know just kind of shining down and we hear like you know maybe like jingle bells or like we hear some kind of christmas music playing and we see employees milling about with like <laughs> fucking garland around their neck and like half crooked santa hats or reindeer antlers looking tired as hell putting up sale signs on different things and she's running around like cookie cookie you know like she's being super nice and everyone just looks miserable
0: yeah no that's awesome so we're, we're, there'll be like some maybe some faceless employees, but this would be the per- perfect opportunity for us to, you know, you know, Cindy is maybe just at the register, like half asleep, you know, like leaning on it, you know, and of course <laughs> yeah. Barbara walks up and is like cookie and she's just like you know, grunting at her like, why are you so chipper? It's midnight, you know, kind of kind of, you know that expository dialogue to like set the scene and um i'm trying to look at my list you know maybe ken the new guy, is there and he's just he's looking real happy like he, he's like holding a broom but like doesn't know what to do so she's like cookie and he's just like oh uh yeah yeah okay sure like he just you know he's he's not sure how to like take it you know for whatever mm-hmm. whatever reason and of course ted who you know maybe he's like dozing like you know kind of almost like leaning against a uh a clothing rack somewhere and you know barbara comes up barbara offers him a cookie and he's gonna immediately snap from dozing into like hey what brings you here <laughs> you know some some <laughs> s- stupid line you know you know what he should do
1: is he should like because he said they're christmas cookies so she's like you know you know, ted do you want a cookie and he's like oh yeah yeah and grab one that's a candy cane then he's like hey cindy cindy and he holds it in front of his crotch like hey, hey,
2: hey, hey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, god,
1: and she's just yeah. like oh my god you know and rolls <laughs> her eyes at him as he bites the candy cane and scampers off
0: yeah, exactly, and th- and this this is where uh, uh, Jan Aunt Jan is there, and maybe you know because she's like Mama Bear, so maybe she she's just gonna like you know uh, cluck her tongue like that boy, you know <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what we should do is have her okay so yeah I lo- I love that I forgot about Jan so yeah so he does the like the candy cane thing you know stay like hey Cindy look hey you know and holds it in front of his crotch and Jan like maybe she's uh you know she's putting up Christmas decorations so she has some of those you know those cardboard like cutouts like the cardboard Santa's, or and she just like smacks Ted with it, like go on, get, like get, that's that's naughty, (laughs) you know, and he just like scampers off eating his cookie.
0: nice nice yeah so this is a perfect you know way for us to kind of meet all of our characters and and of course she's gonna walk up to Frank and Frank's gonna be all business like he'll take a cookie but then he's immediately gonna be like hey I need you on you know register two tonight but before you start that I gotta you know go over to you know intimate and straighten up the whatever you know he's gonna be, he's just immediately all business barking orders and so they're gonna be spending some time like hanging up the decorations and like straightening displays and you know making sure that all the sales signs are at and that that sort of thing so frank's gonna kind of orchestrate um and and in the interest of time i don't want to you know go through this beat by beat by beat but i really like this setup it kind of tells us where we are but of course dennis is gonna come in late you know (laughs) he's gonna he'll be the last one in the back door come in with his hood up and his hands and his armpits trying to keep him warm and you know frank's gonna give him some shit about being late and he's just gonna walk right past him like you didn't even hear and go clock (laughs) in you know (laughs) exactly so yeah because
1: this this gives us a a feel for each one of our characters in quick like quick little bite-sized uh, chunks. So during this whole segment, we could even have like, you know, Ken talking to Cindy, who's like, you know, staring out at the crowd, milling about in front and have, and this is where we could do that scene that I had mentioned where she rolls around. She's like, Oh my God, it's the, you know, whatever, the whatever twins are Alfie and Randy. Um, you know, and then we have our little montage of them doing the whole chocolates, my dear flowers, my dear, you mm-hmm. know, and have, have, uh, you know, Ken be like, how many regulars do you guys have? And she's like too many, you know, like maybe we could kind of do one of those to set it up. Like we're going to have other regulars. Um, But yeah, so let's, let's speed past the, the setup. So we, we know our characters, we know what's going on. We tell every, like we have Frank give the, the, You know pep talk that he has to give you know like all right everybody you know the doors are going to open in 10 minutes and blah 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 there's not enough uh you know we know there's not enough stereos to go around but try to you know try to upsell people on this you know if they if they're mad about not getting a stereo maybe you can convince them to buy this cuisinart you know (laughs) like (laughs) yeah just trying to like do the managerial thing so we get all that speech and then the doors open and it's just a fucking flood. You know, you get all the the customers rushing in and like, you know, maybe Ken is actually excited and then he he goes from excited to scared. Like, I'm, oh, yeah. picturing, I'm picturing Simba from The Lion King when you see the
2: stampede. Yes,
0: I was thinking the exact same thing because they, Frank's <laughs> going to tell Ken to like, you know, he's like, normally you'd be a greeter. But I think, you know, today you should, you know, just stand over here. Ken doesn't really understand why. But, you know, you see like, uh, you know, maybe uh Ken and Dennis or not Ken, Ted and Dennis, uh, they're on either side of these, like, rolling doors and they're like, ready? Alright, on three. You know, one, <laughs> yeah. two, three. They start rolling the doors and the crowd comes and then we just zoom in on on, on Ken's face as his eyes get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> he just looks <laughs> terrified. Oh, and we should, it, it, be, it would be funny, too, if they just, the crowd just mows him down. It would be like a John Hughes movie, you know, just real comical. <laughs> and, just, you know, and, the, and the next thing you know, he's, like, on the ground, like, dazed like he's in a cartoon, you know, and you know, Ted's gonna <laughs> Come over and like offer him a hand up, you know.
1: See, the first thing that came through my mind when, when you t- talked about them plowing him down was I'm sure you remember the tick cartoon. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there was the, the 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 episode with all of the Santas and they like ran the
0: oh, tick yeah. down and he just goes, you all tied. Exactly. That's exactly it's perfect. <laughs> oh, and then from here, it's just going to be absolute chaos to the point where it could even, it's going to be like a montage and we got to play, yeah. you know, some kind of a good, like, like a rock and roll version of a Christmas song, like rocking around the Christmas tree, but it's like fast and heavy, you know. Um,
1: run, run, Rudolph.
0: <laughs> exactly. Some kind like got to
1: ma- make it to town.
0: They got kind of like a hair metal band to cover it, you know, they, Yes, yeah. Twist get- twisted sister covers run, run Rudolph. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And th- and this is a good opportunity uh, for, you know, for some comedy, obviously some situations, but then we can meet our other, our other regular customers. We can meet, uh, again, I think it'd be fun if you start, you see two employees just get in a fist fight over like one of these stereos and they're just, you know, going at it. And, uh, and I, I, don't know exactly how I'm picturing Bob as a character, but I, since we're talking about doing like a slasher story, we gotta start introducing some characters or some some situations where potentially he could be a killer, right? So right. I'm thinking, you know, Bob's the kind of guy where he maybe he's just like Your 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 fishing uncle. He's the kind of guy where he's just he's he's just like, oh, this is cute, you know. So he's gonna like step in in the middle of these two guys who are fist fighting, and maybe maybe he catches the one guy's fists, and it's just like, nah, you know. (laughs) See, (laughs) I'm
1: I'm picturing Bob as like the 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 type of guy who just is, you know, he's just big like all around. Like he's not fat, he's just mm -hmm. he's thick. he's got he's got a gut. He's got the broad shoulders. He's like, you know, six foot three, you know, just a big dude with like a trucker cap and like, you know, ha- hands the size of like daisy canned hams, you know, <laughs> just like big yeah. fucking gorilla hands. And like, you know, have, yeah, like you said, like two customers are fighting over a stereo and like one, go- maybe he goes to punch and Bob grabs his like, uh uh-uh, like, I don't think so, son. You know, something like that, like just steps in the middle. And then we could do what you said with Frank being like, oh, good thing you were here, Bob. And that's where we do the name drop.
0: Yeah, exactly, and then yeah, Bob, Bob, then Bob's gonna pick up the stereo and he's gonna go to the cashier with it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> fuck those guys who were fighting.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we we know he's he's definitely got strength behind him, but he's also you yeah, know he, he's a good guy, but he's kind of a prick. Yeah, <laughs> it's like fuck you guys, I'm taking it.
0: So, you know, we can kind of jump around the store and kind of see all these, like, little interactions. People are pushing each other. They're making a mess, pulling shit off the shelves. You know, Cindy is, like, shrieking and, like, you know, hiding behind uh, the little island with the registers. And, you know, maybe Barbara is – you just see her kind of running back and forth, like, ah, ah, like running away from crowds. <laughs> we, and, <laughs> we have to do when, – when Cindy,
1: like, shrinks down behind the register, like, have her almost do the uh, the scene where, like, Robert Downey Jr., and I always forget his name, but uh, his friend in Weird Science it was in nightmare on elm street to uh russell something oh yeah, i can't, I can't, remember. Was, I I name. can't yeah. remember his name but where they're like we got to get out of here and they'd like duck down <laughs> behind the counter so yeah. have her do one of those where she looks around and just ducks down behind the counter like scared of the crowd and then at the end of the the register like where you would walk into the register maybe have like ralphie poke his head around and be like cindy imagine meeting
0: you here you know like yeah. just like a ah, <laughs> <you know, laughs> little <laughs> jump scare from ralphie these two guys are stalking her yeah like and the next time when she does finally stand up like she turns and there's fucking randy's at the register like oh shit where'd she come from you know it's (laughs) like they just keep popping out of nowhere you know um which is good because
1: then we're going to be questioning like are they the killers like what's going on with these two
0: and and so i have this funny thing you mentioned mrs mcdermott is like this older lady and i'm picturing her like she's not rushing but like you see this one older lady who's just walking at a normal pace and you know she's older so she's walking slow maybe a little arthritic maybe a little hunched over she has her little purse you know and and she's going to walk up and like you know look at some hat or something and decide to and some other lady is going to decide to just take it from her like oh that's my you know and of course mrs mcdermott is just gonna beat her in the fucking head with her purse
2: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> and just beat her down like don't they're like i don't dare. think so <laughs> yeah. you like they're like that like, that's that's for my little grandniece don't you dare take this hat you know whatever like <laughs> <laughs> yeah she ain't gonna take no shit <laughs> exactly. And then you're going to see uh I think Ted is a good uh character to kind of explain things, you know, maybe Ken and Ken and sees Mrs. McDermott and Ted is just like, you know, maybe he puts his hand on on Ken's chest like, "No, don't go over there. It's it's cool. Mrs. McDermott can handle herself." You know, right. again, kind of kind of name-drop the character.
1: Absolutely. So so yeah, so we we go through we're going to have our little montage. We'll see all the shopping. Now, during the montage, someone has to get killed. So what if we have something like, you know, we see we we see a customer like, you know, got a full full cart of stuff and they go to like go to use the bathroom. You know, it's like no, no merchandise beyond this point. And we see like a POV shot of them being like, oh, crap. And maybe they turn to like Ken or something like, can you watch my cart? I really got to take a shit like too much turkey or something like that. You know? <laughs> and it's like a yeah. funny moment. And have Ken be like, uh, yeah, sure, sir. And he's like standing there holding the guy's cart, looking like he doesn't know what to do. And then just have like a POV shot follow into the bathroom. So we see someone go in the bathroom. And then like we hear the guy like you know dropping a fucking grumpy in there just like Brah! just <laughs> grunting away. And then just have the door get booted open have the guy be like, what the hell? And then cut away. So we yeah, don't know okay. what happens. Um and then eventually like Ken's sitting there like where is this guy? You know, and, and maybe Frank even comes up like, dude, what are you doing? I need you on register four. that. You see the crowd up there. And he's like, I, I, I told this customer I'd watch his stuff while he was going to the bathroom. And he's like, well, go in there and find out how long he's going to be. Then he walks in and maybe the lights are like flickering, like you make it real creepy. Like, you know, the, like someone broke one of the lights was so like, and it's like flickering. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, sir, uh, I have your, your card out here sir and he's walking around looking and all of the doors like the stall doors are kind of open and he sees like one kind of looking like it's off its hinges a little he's like um and have him turn the corner and we just see like the dude fucking dead on the can like throat slit blood all down and pants around his ankles (laughs) like shirt tails just hanging over his junk (laughs) just like you know and have ken freak the fuck out right Come running back out, and he's trying to get a hold of the other employees. He's trying to tell someone's dead, someone's dead, and no one's listening. Everyone's just ignoring because, like, fucking new guy, he doesn't know how to handle this. You know, he's trying to get Frank, and Frank's dealing with angry customers. He runs up and tries to get, like, uh, you know, Cindy or, or, or anybody else at the register to believe him. They're like, I don't have time for your shit right now, Ken. Like, look, look at this. Look at look how many people are up here. So he's free. Like, he saw a body, and no one will listen to him. So oh, yeah. that. Maybe while that's happening, we hear a scream from the other side of the store. And, you know, people come running over and there's like a fucking dead body in produce. (laughs) Like no one was over in the grocery section. Everyone was shopping over in the like, you know, the sales sections. And someone got murdered over in the grocery section and there's a fucking body there. Now the panic happens. So it's like there's a there's a body in the fucking store. Customers see it. The employees can't ignore it. And now we get like the trample you know where everyone's the stampede of everyone trying to rush out
0: yeah for so. sure no I- So, hang on one second. Let me just back up just just a minute. um First of all, I think it would be a funny comedy moment when Ken comes out of the bathroom and he's he's like hyperventilating, trying to you know call for help. And some other customers come up and see the guy's like cart full of shit, and they just like kick off of this (laughs) stuff, you know, like fuck the guy in the bathroom, you know. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And 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 I feel like there should be like a couple of deaths. Like you mentioned one over in the produce section, but. uh, i i want this to maybe even be like a little bit over the top like i think that would be interesting because i don't want to rush through this idea of this crowd being like an opportunity and at the same time like we don't know like when this started exactly because we just had a montage for a couple of minutes but in like the time for the characters it could have been 30 minutes or 45 minutes or whatever you know so i think it'd be funny if we see ken somehow has become the POV character, even though that wasn't the original intention. Um, but maybe as Ken is like hyperventilating and like coming back from the bathroom, you know, maybe he like slips on something and you know, he falls down, and of course, you know, he he goes to see what he slipped on, and there's like a fucking puddle of blood, and he just sees like someone's arms sticking out of like a pile of like boxes on a shelf somewhere. Oh, yes. You know, so it's like not just one body in the bathroom, but there's a fucking another one over here, and this is why he's hyperventilating, he's panicking. So when he gets to the front and he's trying to tell Frank. He's like, you know, Frank's, whatever his last name is, like, I don't know, Mr. Mancuso, Mr. Mancuso, but, like, he can't right. get it out, you know? <laughs> and, yeah,
1: and, like, maybe he's even has blood on him because he slipped. He's like, look, look at me. He's like, oh, go, come on, Ken, go clean yourself up. We got work to do. Like, just completely ignoring that it's
0: blood. Yeah, you know? exactly. Maybe he says something ridiculous, like, you know... Did you, did you spill something in produce? Like we don't, no one cares about produce right now. Like nobody's over there, you know, right. which w- would be an interesting segue to like, maybe you hear a scream from over in produce and Frank's like, what the fuck? You know, and right. <laughs> it's like, who's over in produce, you know? <laughs> And actually, I think if we're going to kill any of our, like, employee characters, Frank's probably the best one to go first, right? Get rid of the guy in charge, right? The authority figure, You know, so, yeah, we can't even have Frank be the one who runs over to produce and, like, sees a body. And then maybe he goes into – before the the panic happens, he goes into, like, um, you know, damage control mode. Like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Like, I don't want anyone to come over here and see this, you know, and maybe – you know, Dennis or something. I think Dennis kind of would probably take things in stride because, you know, he's so like, you know, grumpy and, and dark and depressed. So, you know, maybe he was, you know, carrying something that comes over. and it was like, yo, what the fuck? And, you know, Frank's yep. like, Shh, don't, like, don't don't say anything. Don't tell anybody. Just uh, uh shit. Help me cover it up or, or something, I guess, you know, and um But yeah, right at this moment, you're going to hear someone else scream, and then maybe someone else screams, and then somebody near Frank is pointing and like, oh my God, look at that. And someone, they saw the body on the ground. But it's like, fuck, like, how many bodies are in this building? You know, like, it's like, and then because it's coming from like multiple angles, it's like that mob mentality kicks back in, and they go from. You know, kind of coming down uh, off this wave of like rushing into the store and now it's going to rush back where now they want to rush out of the store you know in a stand yes
1: yeah i think okay so th- this is perfect i i, I love the setup of having the multiple deaths that's a really good call so we have i think like when we when we we start hearing the screams we should do almost like a sam Raimi zoom where we like do the the uh, POVs quick zoom in and see like what people are screaming at. So we you know, like Frank, like Frank hears the screen. So Frank and Dennis find the body and produce. You know, they hear the scream, Uh, And then like quick, like we see them turn their head and we zoom in and like maybe over in electronics, there's like a decapitated head sitting on a fucking television or something or no, even better yet, it's sitting in a microwave over in like the (laughs) appliances section. So, and I've like, have a bunch of old women like, ah, like screaming. And then we hear like another scream and we see just like, you know, blood and feet like sticking out of one of the dressing rooms, you know, and Mm -hmm. then like we, so we're like, quickly zooming around the store and we see body after body after body and people like freak out it builds of the crescendo like you said everyone starts rushing to get out of the front doors while they're cramming to get out of the front door like we see like some old woman get trampled you know like people are just fighting to get the fuck out um but here's remember i, I mentioned that plow earlier so yep. we get a bunch of people come spilling out of the front Right as the plow turns around the corner of the parking lot and just fucking rips through a crowd of them, just mows people down. So it's just like a bloody splatter all across the front windows. There's a smear across the pavement. People are panicking and running back into the store, trampling more people. So it's just like people immediately tried to get out. And now just some fucking psychopath in a plow took out like 40 people in one go. fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> just and like so now we got the panic of like what do we do we can't leave but we can't stay there's bodies in here there's a killer out there what do we do and i think during that that's when we should see like the snow is really starting to come down so it's like now we have the elements to contend with as well yeah
0: so yeah okay we should in, we should insert kind of before this at some point Maybe insert archie saying something about that plow being out there because we saw it at the beginning so at the beginning while we have all of our characters who are coming in the door they're all making some comment about oh it's really coming down out there you know and at some point you know archie maybe he's gonna tell frank he's gonna be like look man like uh you know i i don't know uh I don't know if he he, he was meant to drive the plow himself or if there was someone else who was coming, but he has to make some comment to Frank, like, whoever's going to plow out there needs to get here ASAP before the plow itself gets buried. You know, some comment, like, let's kind of hang a lampshade on the fact that that plow is out there so that we can, you know, when it comes out later, yeah, it's a surprise that it mows through a crowd of people, but it doesn't seem like it comes out of nowhere because, you know, we kind of mentioned it.
1: I, I, okay, I got a perfect idea. I, I love that. So two two things. When Barbara's first coming in and we get the POV, we want to have her listening to the radio and have like you know them playing Christmas. So it would start with the opening credits. We'd have the Christmas music playing, and then it would cut in and be like you know, oh, I hope everyone's having a you know a fun uh, post Thanksgiving you know or something like, like. Hope you all had your fill of turkey. You know, and and for those of you that are out there Black Friday shopping, uh, you know you gotta be careful for the severe weather warning we have. And like yes. have them doing like a, a whole weather. Uh, report talking about like a possible blizzard so it's like just you know watch what's going on keep an eye to the sky and you know get home safe that type of thing and then yeah. we see the plow out back we see it's coming down um we have you know archie look around see the snow really bad and then like maybe like before we let the crowd in we have archie come up to frank and be like Frank, I'm going to have to get out there and start plowing the, the parking lot again. He goes, it's, it's starting to come down really bad. Yeah, We could have like mm-hmm. some comment. So then we can question, is Archie doing that? You know, because we met Archie already. He seemed like a good guy. Is he the fucking killer? Because that's this way we can start to build those questions of like who the killer is. Um. So now we you know, when we cut to the plow coming around the corner at first, it's like, oh, yeah, Archie said he was going to plow the parking lot. And it's clearly snowing really bad. Holy shit. He just wiped out 40 people.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah. So you can immediately assume that it's Archie. Uh, but uh, we should you know, we definitely have to we have to see Archie again soon, maybe not immediately. Yeah. You know, we don't want to totally rule it out. But like, yeah, after this whole uh, sequence where the plow like rips through the people, then what you have is you have a crowd of people who escape. The group of people who gets killed outside by the plow and then some of the stragglers who are still in the building who were like, oh, fuck that. Like, I'm standing here, you know, right. <laughs> even with well- even though there's there's obviously like bodies and death inside the building, but they know that there's like a dangerous plow outside. So now we have like the fodder that are left inside that we got to pick off.
1: And I think we should even have, like, right after the plow, like, plows down people and people panic and run back inside, we should have people be like, fuck it, I'm I'm getting out of here, I'm getting out of here, and, like, rush across the parking lot, like, fumbling with their keys and, like, have everyone watching from inside, and then they just fucking get shot. Like, there's a gunman out there, like, holy shit, (laughs) like, they just, his head came off, you know, like, that kind of a thing. Oh, then, damn. Yeah. So then people are tr- like the people that the other people that were out there trying to get in their cars, like they're hitting the deck, they're in the snow, they're screaming. You hear gunshots, windshields are breaking. Everyone's freaking out. And then, like, you know, Frank's like, Someone call the fucking cops. And like, have maybe even this is where we have Archie grab the phone and like, Wait a second, he wasn't driving. The- Was he driving the plow? Like, someone grabs the phone and it's dead.
0: Oh, of course. And, it is.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And be like, ah, uh, <laughs> we don't like we got no phone lines. And then as soon as they say that the power goes out. So now, of course, all <laughs> the people inside are going to be screaming bloody murder because it's a, it's a dark store. Now there's mm-hmm. a storm outside. There's no phone
0: lines. There's someone shooting people. What are we going to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I, I, I kind of like this. I I like the idea of saving Archie. I don't know if I want to necessarily have it be so fast that like, like, where the fuck did Archie come from? Like, he right. moves Like Jason, you know, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: well, okay, well, um, let's have, have let's have Cindy do it because she's at the front. Like, yeah, she'd exactly. be at the register. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: that makes sense. And, and, and since, you know, let, let's kind of focus on Cindy and Dennis. So, you have Cindy do that. And then, but we should we should start hearing this, like, banging coming from that back door, like, where we know that all the employees came in earlier. So, we kind of know what that back room is. They hear this ah. banging. Like, someone's banging on the, the metal door, the same door that Cindy came in at the beginning. And, you know, of course, everyone's going to kind of, like, everyone shut up, shut up. You know, you hear bang, bang, bang. And it's, like, reverberating through the building. And no one wants to do anything. And then you hear the door open. Open, and everyone inside the building is like tensing up to get like a crowd of people like oh shit what's gonna happen you hear the door open and then it's like you start hearing you know, like male voices saying like oh god like that snow and then you see bob and archie both come out of the back room like with each other and it's ah. like suddenly everyone's gonna panic like wait what the fuck but so archie's gonna be like yo like you know Bob was banging on the door. I let him back in. He must have escaped with everybody else. You know, of course, Bob's going to be like, yeah, I got out. But then that plow was out there and I heard the shot. So I just ran because I knew that the door, you know, the employee door was back here and Archie let me in. And then, of course, you're going to be like, wait, are they doing this together or like, yeah. are, they telling, are they telling the truth or like what's going on? You know, but kind of kind of lay some suspicion. But also, like out of all the people who could drive the plow, Bob and Archie are probably the most you know, likely.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. That's good. So, so yeah. So we 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 lay down the groundwork for for the the suspicion of both of them. Um, we have the thing where we yeah, you know, like I said, we we find out that they the cops can't come because well, they we can't call them. Plus they, you know, there's a severe weather warning, so even if we do get word out to them, it's going to be hard for them to get there. So we have that situation. We have the power go out, and maybe because like when the power goes out, maybe the heat goes off, and they're oh, yeah. just like. Oh fuck! What are we gonna do? You know, and like the the you know the front like they're trying to close it up, but there's like fucking bodies and shit, and there's like all gumming up the works. You
0: know? Yeah. Oh yeah, because they want they, they want to close the doors because it's like blowing in all that blustery air, it's super cold. Mm-hmm. Let's have Aunt Jan, you know, start. She pulls her sweater around herself. Maybe her and like Mrs. McDermott, you know, together, and they're just like, oh, it's getting cold in here, child. You know, and yep. and that's when you, you maybe you know dennis or ted or somebody is like oh yeah the heaters like you know where's where are the furnaces you know of course frank's been you know gonna be like oh uh uh, they're in the back oh hey i'll go check you know and then frank goes off by himself into the back and he doesn't come back for a little while so it's like again the suspicion of like okay so now we've taken frank off the table either to be killed or to be the killer i don't know but like let's put him in the back like checking on the furnace
1: i think we i think we should have we should have uh, someone go with him only because like in this situation no one's going to want to go anywhere alone so maybe okay. frank's like oh yeah you know i i'll go check the furnace ted come with me and Got have Ted it, yeah. be like, I don't want to go with you. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, Ted, do you want to keep your job? Like, no, fuck this job. Ted, get your ass back here. I don't want to go, guys. Like, have him complain the whole time and have the two of them disappear for a moment. So now we have we're, we're focusing like we have, uh, like you said, uh, Dennis and Cindy at the front, like. You know, they're looking there. No one wants to get close to the windows because, you know, obviously they heard the gunshots. They saw the people get shot. They saw the cars get shot. And maybe like periodically, you know, it'll get quiet and then we'll hear like another like gunshot and a tire will blow out on one of the cars. So he's taken out the means of them escaping. And it's just like, how are we going to get away? Like all of our fucking he's shooting all the cars. Like Mm -hmm. so they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And maybe maybe this is where we have Dennis being like you know, we got to get back to the fucking sporting goods section. They have guns back there. We got to arm ourselves. Like, you know, just like we we need weapons. So they go back and maybe it's like uh, we'll have – Dennis and uh, Ken and Cindy and maybe like fucking Ralphie and Randy. Cause they're, they're in the store. And they're just like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, Cindy, I never got to take you out on a first date, you know, just and have Cindy like, would well, you shut the fuck up? I'm never going to go out with you <laughs> Just have one of those things. And then like, they get back and they're, you know, it's maybe, maybe, uh, you know, Cindy's like, well, how do we use these things? And Dennis is like, Oh Jesus Christ. So he's got to show everyone how to use it. So we find out Dennis is proficient with a gun. So yeah. there's the question of like, okay, is the mean guy in on it? <laughs> like, yeah, what's exactly. going
0: on there? And uh, so since we already kind of set up suspicion for both Archie and Bob, I feel like they would probably both, you know, be able to use a gun. So either they should be there too, or maybe they're not there because maybe they're the ones at the front door trying to close the doors. Cause they're like yes. the big strong guys. Right. So perfect. Yeah, just, just let's, let's just move them. So we got to move our characters away from each other. Right. Frank and Ted are in the back. Archie and Bob are at the front doors. You know, Dennis and most of our other characters are over at the, the, the sporting goods like the gun rack you know mm-hmm. uh of course yeah Ralphie and randy are there with them and okay so we need another death we, we had a whole bunch of deaths all at once but now we got to kill one of our named people yeah. um and i think it should be somebody that you wouldn't expect uh like you're not going to expect like the nice characters and so poor aunt jan i'm sorry <laughs> you know, Yeah, but... i
1: was just thinking
0: that <laughs> Because you don't want to, you don't want to kill the characters that are probably going to be the main characters, like your final boy, final girl. You don't want to take out your your suspicious possible killers, you know, just yet, like Frank and Archie and Bob. So yeah, unfortunately, Aunt Jane's the. Uh, the most oh, likely so um dude,
1: i got a really go good one a few i was gonna say it just it just clicked. i don't so, i
0: don't have one no so but go, go
1: oh for it. all right so so okay so dennis shows everybody how to load like they're, they're like hunting rifles so he shows, mm-hmm. shows everyone how to load the guns and you know to like hey this you know safety's off you know only put your finger on the trigger if you intend to shoot you know like don't you know this isn't an action movie guys don't hold your finger on the trigger like he's showing them and like you know ralphie and randy are fucking morons you know uh ken's the nervous wreck and cindy is just like oh my god i don't want to hold one of these things like you know everyone other than dennis Mm -hmm. is kind of freaking out so he shows them all how to use the guns they start making their way up front right we see that bob and archie have dragged some of the bodies in so they could finally get the door shut and right now they're barricading the door so maybe they're like sliding you know they went over to the like uh like one of the racks and they're just like sliding the stuff over and pushing it up against the door to try to hold it closed against the wind um And we have Jan, Jan, like, peeking, like, out the front, like, looking around. You know, she's, like, at the side of the window, like, I don't see anyone out there anymore. Like, maybe he's gone. And as soon as she says that, boom, her fucking face explodes because he (laughs) shoots her through the glass. But even better... Everyone screams and fucking Ralphie holding his damn gun screams because he didn't listen. He's got a finger on the trigger, pulls the fucking trigger and shoots Randy in the face. Oh, <laughs> so, shit. so it's like, you know, double scream, like Jan's head explodes. He's like, ah, boom. Ah! Like, he just killed his brother. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man no i love that that's awesome that's like, fucking ralphie with the fucking uh you know he shut his eye out <laughs> yes,
1: yes oh my god dude oh, how come i didn't see that yes he literally shoots randy's eye out yes, yes. oh
0: god oh and of course we can, we can, and we're and we laughing about it but we can even have like a little moment where maybe randy doesn't fall right away he just turns and like his eyes bleeding like his, his eye socket is like you know wide open and bloody and then ralphie's just like oh no oh no you know like randy you know, He's like, like, oh my god, I shut your
1: eye out. Exactly. <laughs>
0: oh shit.
1: Oh, oh that's fucking Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry, just to add one more layer to it, he freaks out the, the oh my god, I shut your eye. He drops the gun and it goes off again and almost hits somebody else. <laughs> exactly.
0: Right. And maybe Dennis is like, Would you fucking quit that? You know?
1: <laughs> just like Jesus Christ, no guns for you. <laughs>
0: Okay so oh, so the it. weird thing about doing a story like this is that like we didn't decide ahead of time who our slasher or slashers or whatever are going to be so like right i'm almost like hesitant to be like oh i should kill someone because it's like well you know i, I don't know i, I kind of have an idea of who i think might be a good person to pick and like maybe you have an idea but like it's hard to kind of do this together um right so i think we think we're going to need to kind of like give and take a little bit so you know maybe agree that okay like let me kill somebody and you kill somebody and we'll kind of like whittle it down right Mm -hmm. Um, so again, I think of all the people that are left, we we need to have another death, but we just had Randy and Aunt Jan, and I think... It should be well let's actually no hang on let's let's slow down and let's have like the like the regroup moment right where they're all gonna go over to like the cashier island or wherever and they're gonna all duck down and like, okay so what are we gonna do we're gonna need a plan like there's no phones there's no power it's getting real cold in here frank and ted aren't back yet so like we gotta find out where they went you know and Mm -hmm. and of course you know dennis who's the you know grumpy uh you know depressed guy he's only taking charge because He's talking like he's the only one with any kind of fucking common sense, you know. Yes, he, everyone absolutely. else is panicking, and Dennis is like, "Would you fucking just cut it out and think, please, so we can all go the fuck home? You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to die in this goddamn store."
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So maybe they do. They they set it up so they're like, okay. So Dennis is like all right, we have to find out what happened to Frank and Ted. He's like, the heat's still not on. They've been gone for far too fucking long. We got to go check on them. So maybe Dennis is like, uh, maybe maybe uh, Archie says like, all right, you and me, kid, like, you know, come with me. Mm-hmm. I'll go, you know, and then like, they're like, all right, Bob, watch things up here. And Bob's like, can do, you know, just like kind of, you know, the helpful old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we have uh, Archie and, and Dennis go in the back to look for Frank and Ted. Now I don't know what you have planned because I I kind of do have an idea of who I feel like the killer should be, okay. um, but I don't know if you have one in mind.
0: No, I don't. I have like a couple where I'm like, yeah, it could be this person for this reason or this person for that reason. And, you know, I'm kind of like making up some motivations, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah, go for it if you want to bump off the next person. Like I'll roll with it. Well, I don't want I don't want to kill anybody yet, but I do want to mm-hmm. I, I do want to come
1: like we're gonna go in the, go in the back room. Okay. And we're gonna find Ted laying on the ground. And have them be like, holy shit, you know, it's, it's fucking Ted. And like, yeah. they go to grab him and have him like jump up. And be like, oh, what the fuck? And they're like, are, are you all right? And be like, something fucking hit me in the back of the head. What's going on? You know, and having, and he's got like a big old goose egg on the back of his head. Right. Sure. Okay. Um, so he's looking around and they can't find Frank anywhere. So now we're going to have the suspicion of, is it Frank? Um, the heater's not on, you know, the furnace isn't on. Maybe the furnace is
0: fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh so, yeah. yes Jesus yeah. Christ. They should definitely like get over to it. And it's just like somebody smashed the hell out of it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, where is Frank? And they start looking around. Maybe we go up to Frank's office and it's fucking wrecked. Like, you know, the safe, maybe the safe is cracked open and they're like, the fuck's going on up here. We can't find Frank anywhere. Well, we'll we'll get back to Frank. But so now there's the suspicion of like maybe the crew is going to start to think Frank's up to something. Like, yeah. the money's gone out of the safe in the office. You know, the furnace is fucking destroyed. Who the hell knew to destroy that? You know, like, he he immediately ran off, and he he only wanted one person to go with him, and then we find Ted with a fucking lump on his head. You know, like, what the hell's going on? So I think this this will start to lead the suspicion into to thinking the manager did it. But uh, clearly, because of the way I'm talking, I don't <laughs> yeah, want the manager exactly. to be the one that did it. No, um, of course not. <laughs> But we have to set up some red herrings. Like if this was if this was a whodunit movie, um, we would have to set up some red herrings there.
0: Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, so, so, go ahead. I was going to say, from what we said so far, I think the only person that it couldn't be is probably Kent. Just because we saw Ken like find some of the bodies and then like panic, right so mm-hmm. unless he was like really putting on a show for Frank, I, it seems like he would be the one that would be the most you know the most unlikely to be the killer so um I'm just trying to think of like you know I, I want to keep keep it going with like let's let's start ramping up the 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 death count and like picking people off. so I think Ken's on that list, but yeah, I'm not sure who else, you know I feel like. Maybe Ralphie also, um, because, again, he's probably not the killer if he accidentally killed his brother, if it really was an accident, you know. Um, But at this point, almost anybody else, including Ted, is a possibility.
1: Yeah, no, I I feel like um – I feel there's several people still on this list that we we can easily uh, take out of commission. Um, I know we said Barbara for final girl, but I don't know that she's gonna be a final girl. Like the, the, this is the fun thing about improving it as we go um, because it could change. You know, completely yeah. uh, from from moment to moment. And honestly, like I had kind of an idea early on when we first started improvising. It's like once we named our characters and set up the uh, the archetypes, I immediately sure. had an idea. But as we've been going, I like I said, I kind of got a an like a, a more finalized idea in my head. Okay. Um, which I think will be fun. So we'll we'll, we'll work our okay. way up there. But so let's have. Uh, uh, Dennis and Archie come back and like tell everyone what they found with they're coming with Ted, you know, Ted's, you know, Ted mm-hmm. looks a little shaky cause he was knocked out and they're like, Oh my God, Ted, are you okay? Like what happened to Frank? He goes, I don't know. We were, we we're going back there. It's pitch black back there. He goes, Frank grabbed a flashlight, We're walking around. Next thing I know, something hit me in the back of the head and then they're waking me up because I don't know what happened to Frank. You know, so now that and and then they were like, yeah, we went up to his office to look for him and it's trashed. Like and then Mm -hmm. maybe have Archie be like, yeah, the motherfucker took money in the safe. Like, what the hell? Like, what is he in on this? Like, is it him? Is he setting this up to rob this place blind and pin it on us? You know that like so Archie's now getting a little angry. Um you know, maybe when they go up there, there's like, uh, we could have, I don't know, maybe Mrs. McDermott and uh, let's have Mrs. McDermott and Cindy are gone and have to be like, where are Cindy and Mrs. McDermott? And, and maybe Ken could be like, oh, oh, Miss McDermott had to use the bathroom and, and, and Cindy didn't think she should go alone. So she went with her and i be like, did anyone take a gun? Cindy didn't want to use one. And have Ken be like, oh, no. And if Dennis be like, what the fuck, dude? And like, so he, you know, he gets like Bob and Archie or somebody to go with him, goes back to the bathroom. And, you know, we find Cindy just like waiting outside the bathroom, like literally like just chewing bubble gum, looking around all squirrely. We'd be like, how long has she been in there for? She's like, I don't know. How long does it take an old person to take a shit? You know, just like. (laughs) So Dennis goes in with his gun, kind of nap, you know, taps on the door like Miss McDermott you in there. She's not in there. Like, they go in, and she's fucking yeah. gone. Be like, where the fuck is she? Like, Cindy, were you paying attention? She's like, I don't know. She went in
2: there.
0: Right? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned Cindy and Mrs. McDermott, too, because those are the next two characters that I was thinking about as well, like, you know, to kind of like, we got to build some suspicion for them. Um, right. So, okay. Okay. So I'm going to throw out another stereotype because it's an 80s movie and we have like, you know, like the mom bear. We have like the like the old lady. We have like, you know, the big black guy, you know, again, some of these these stereotypes you would expect to see. What we yeah. haven't had so far is like a gratuitous like tit shot. You know, yeah. I, I feel like that's I feel like if if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Cindy. It would be hilarious if it was Mrs. McDermott, but it should, but it should be Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my God. And 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 so the reason I'm saying this is like I want there I really like the idea like when Aunt Jan got sort of shot like kind of by surprise and if there's a killer in the dark in this in this uh, this store somewhere what I want is I want like yeah there's this crowd of, this group of people Dennis and was it Ken and you know Cindy and they're like at, near this bathroom and then like I, I kind of feel like you know Ken is maybe a good honestly a good suspect because he's like the most you know uh, un you know the, the one that you would suspect the least you know but right. What I'm picturing is the like, they're gonna they're gonna be looking around trying to find Mrs. McDermott and then I want somebody's head to just pop like a balloon all over Cindy. Like who that <laughs> is, like we'll figure it out. But like I'm just figuring Cindy is just screaming bloody murder, haha, <laughs> literally, because she's got like blood in her eyes, it went all over her hair, all over her out her outfit. She's gonna freak the fuck out, and it's just gonna be like ew, 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 ew. Because what we're going to get is, like, she's going to go into that bathroom to, like, change. Like, she's going to grab, like, a shirt or something off the rack, go in the bathroom, clean herself off. She's in there by herself. She thinks these guys are outside, like, standing guard. Of course, she's going to take her shirt off. We get that gratuitous shot. But it's really just an excuse to get her into the bathroom by herself. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. All right. So, all right. So, when they go to check, like, are we still going to do the scene where they check on to see if Mrs. McDermott is in there?
0: yeah i think everything that i just said should happen after this you know like okay they go go to check and see mrs mcdermott there. she's not in there and maybe they're like looking around like where did she go like what the hell like did she wander off somewhere is she senile and so then we have this like small group of people kind of like looking around in the dark store and then Mm -hmm. somebody just gets killed like boom out of nowhere and fuck you know again maybe it was Ralphie and who he, he he had come over to like check and make sure Cindy was okay over there with the with these guys and their guns you know whatever uh, <laughs> I think and, that's
1: exactly who it should be I, I think that yeah. that exactly what you said so we, we have the, the group go and they check they see Cindy outside like chewing bubble gum they're like you know how long is, has Miss McDermott been in there yada yada Dennis goes in looks around the the bathroom is like completely clean there's nobody in there and he's like what the fuck like did she walk back out she's like i didn't see anybody and then like you know he's like all right we got to go look for her. like if she wandered off she's not safe and you know he does the thing like where he he tells like you know archie to come with him um you know, and then maybe leaves like uh let's say he leaves Ken and Ralphie with Cindy, right? And mm-hmm. like Ken standing there looking all nervous, you know, and we have Ralphie standing there, like, you know, I'll protect you, my sweet, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then have, yeah, like have her just being like, Oh my god. And then have like just like you said, his fucking head explode, brains all over her. She's like, Oh my god, like screaming. The other guys come running, they're like, What the fuck just happened? Ken is like Pale white on the floor, staring at her like hyperventilating, like what, what, the, what the fuck, like what, where did that come from? Just like freaking yeah. out, you know. So they're like, holy shit, like fucking Ralphie's dead, and have her just like, oh my god, oh my god, I gotta get this off me, I gotta get this off me. So like, you know. Dennis grabs Ken. He's like go get her a fucking shirt get you got to clean up you know so she he comes running back with like a shirt she runs into the bathroom to start cleaning herself off and then like you said we do that scene while Archie and uh Dennis are standing outside the bathroom like with guns looking around like what the fuck shot Ralphie you know just like trying to figure it out but yeah then you, like you said we got the, the gratuitous titty shot yeah. so she goes oh good
0: I was gonna say, and if we wanted to take out Cindy, like this would be another shot, you know, this would be another, another opportunity. So again, kind of depending on where we're going, like what's the, uh, the choose your own adventure here, right? We, yep. You know, we have, you know, uh, uh, Dennis and, and Ken or whoever standing outside standing guard, and maybe we just hear a scream from in the bathroom.
1: I, you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that, because I have the, the exact same thing with one addition. So okay. we see her, like, she's in the bathroom, she's leaning on the counter, like, looking at herself in the mirror, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So she pulls the shirt off. We get the bloody bra scene, and she's like, she looks down, there's brains on her tits. And she's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. like, <laughs> undoes the bra and, like, shakily pulls it off. And then, like, you know, she maybe she takes, like... The, the uh You know the freaking smock You know the employees I couldn't think of the word smock She yeah. takes that and she's like running it Under the water and like wiping herself off And then she puts the uh, You know the new shirt on but as soon as she Like turns off the water and she looks at herself in the mirror She sees blood dripping From the ceiling in the corner And Ooh, she's okay. like What the fuck is that and like goes Over like stands on the toilet And pokes up the ceiling tile And then we hear the scream
0: yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so
1: they come running in and maybe Cindy's fucking gone and they yes. just see the blood on the ceiling and the blood on the floor. And they're like, oh, what the fuck? Is he in the ceiling? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Is he in the fucking <laughs> drop ceiling?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And fucking, you know, maybe uh, uh, maybe Ken or somebody is just just starts. I can't. <laughs> Just starts just shooting the ceiling, just like
2: oh my god, oh my god,
0: boom, boom, just shooting wildly like into the ceiling until Dennis, you know, like fucking slaps some sense into him, like what the fuck are you doing? Like you're gonna hit somebody, or he's it's just like uh you know it's so loud in this small room that Dennis just like maybe Dennis drops his gun and grabs his ears and then he just like runs at Ken and like shoulders into him to get him to fucking stop shooting, like he tackles him to the ground and then he's just like god damn it, like my, my fucking ears are ringing, I can't hear shit now, you know. He's, he's, yeah. you fire a gun in like a tile bathroom it's oh you know, yes yeah. it's, it's like that that's gonna fucking pop your eardrums
1: yeah in spite of what action movies have taught us if you fire a gun in a car or a closed room like that especially a tiled room you're fucked <laughs> like you are gonna be not hearing for a while um but yeah so like i, I like what when you said he starts shooting in the in the ceiling because that completely changes where i was going with this but i i love it so You know, he starts shooting. We do the whole scene where Dennis, like, texts, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you know, and have Archie see the, like, point out the blood dripping from the corner. But from the gunshots, like, where we see, like, several holes in the ceiling, blood starts Mm -hmm. pouring out. So blood dripping down to the hole. And Archie's like, oh, no. And he goes up and he moves like he stands up on one of the other toilets mm-hmm. and moves the drop ceiling. We see Mrs. McDermott like dead, maybe with her throat slit, like laying yep. over the one tile where all the, the blood was pooling up. And then we see Cindy laying dead over the one that was, you know, the, the that Ken shot. Yeah. um so she and maybe she has like a gag in her mouth and she's like she's you know tied up to like the i-beams or whatever that are, that are mm-hmm. above the drop ceiling and she got fucking shot by ken when he panicked so now fuck it's like ken.
2: fuck yeah exactly
1: <laughs> like dude you fucking killed cindy
2: you
1: know <laughs> so um, yeah cr- Cross enough. cindy ralphie mrs mcdermott
0: yeah they are gone indian Jane are already dead okay um I didn't really do it on purpose, but I mentioned when Dennis like goes to grab his ears, like he drops his gun. I think it'd be mm-hmm. interesting too, like, you know Archie's checking in the ceiling, and Dennis is in there. You know, at some point, Dennis is gonna be like, okay, like we gotta get back to everybody else. Like we got to go back and regroup. But he can't find his gun. Like where did it go? He dropped it on the bathroom floor. I mean, yeah, it's like a dark room because the power's out, and like Archie was in there and Ken was there, but like, where the fuck did the gun go? You know, so instead he just nice. takes, Ken, he takes Ken's gun away from him. But it's just like a little bit of suspicion, like maybe it just like slid under the toilet, but like we don't know, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or we could have him even let's say like you know, okay, you know how most like picture a Walmart bathroom, how there's that little like tiled hall, there's the hall that's almost like a T shape, where it's like mm-hmm. you walk down and then it splits into two sections going to the the men's and women's room. Room, and then it goes, like, into the actual bathroom So there's, like, the little hallway And then the two little hallways that split off And then the bathrooms So what if, like, you know, they're walking in You know, like, maybe maybe Dennis is right behind Ken Like, when, when he panics and shoots the, the gun And, you know, so it like it's in the even tighter corridor because it's in the the little hallway. And that's where Dennis drops his gun. He tackles Ken to the ground. You know, he's like, what the fuck, Mm -hmm. dude? And like when they finally get up and look, he looks behind him and his fucking gun's gone. Someone could have easily slipped in behind them and grabbed it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, fuck, where did it go? You know, so (laughs) I was like, this dude is too quick. Like, what's going on? Um so now they got to go up front and let the rest of them know that, yeah, Mrs. McDermott McDermott, and Cindy and Ralphie are all dead. <laughs> oh
0: God, it's like, we're just supposed to, like, you know, go go check on the bathroom. What the hell? You know, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um,
1: so we, we maybe uh, maybe Ted's like he's sitting there's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And they're like, you know, maybe, maybe he's, you know, pissed off because he obviously had a crush on Cindy Um He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're dead. And, and then they explain the situation like, oh, Jesus Christ, we got to get out of here. Like, so, you know, Ted's getting a little antsy at this point. And maybe Barbara's like, well, has anyone found Frank yet? Like, what are we going to do? Like, we got to get Frank, you know, like, because she's still like the wholesome, you know, wanting to keep everyone together. She can't. She doesn't think Frank's in on it. Um and have them be like i don't know if we want to find frank you know we might want to get out of here before frank finds us you know that kind of like dennis maybe says that like he's yeah. planting the seed of suspicion that he thinks it's frank um so yeah so we want to have like you know i'm 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 getting a little tripped up here on what we want to have happen next cuz i know we're kind of leading into the home stretch here um, yeah. so we want to take off a couple other players so we have we have well frank is unaccounted for and in this group we still have ken Archie, Ted, Barbara, and Dennis.
0: So and Bob. What happened to Bob?
1: Oh, Bob, yeah, I forgot about Bob. Okay, yeah. so don't forget about Bob. <laughs> forget what about, about Bob? Bob?
0: <laughs> so, uh, go ahead, real, real quick. So, yeah, I think this is a good place to, to kind of regroup for the audience who's like might be watching this movie, right? Because we just had a bunch of people we had a couple people get get killed. People are in different parts of the of the store. So yeah, let's have basically everybody who's still alive except for Frank. They're at this you know this island. Like again, I've worked in a lot of stores where there's like a circular island in the middle of the store where the cash, cash registers are, or maybe like toward the front, but they're all kind of in one little area. So it's like a little bit of a little bit of like a safe spot. Um, And I think this would be a good time to like, okay, let's let's settle down a second, you know. And uh, one thing that we didn't really get into after we had the crowds of customers leave and then try to get back in again is that there's actually other people in the store or there could be. There could. Right. Right. We have all of our named people. And so we could we could start just bumping off like random like people who were in the store you know like what um but as far as our our cast of characters i think this might be a good time to like uh have a quiet moment right everyone kind of sit down okay like, hey, so what are we gonna do like we got people you know crying over here trying to get home we got a bunch of we got dead bodies stacking up like we need a plan man you know archie's like we need a plan and of course mm-hmm. you know dennis is gonna be like god damn i hate the fucking holidays there's always something
2: <laughs> you know right? and this is
0: when he, he's gonna do his is like Phoebe Kate's speech, you know. Barbara's yes. Like, yes. what's wrong, Dennis? Like, everyone loves the holidays, you know. And he's like, seriously, like, and she's like, well, not this year, but like, everyone loves Christmas, you know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love Barbara's is reminding me more and more of my mother as we're talking. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't know what Dennis's backstory is. I don't know what the Phoebe Cates, like, you know, uh, Santa Claus uh, stuck in the chimney story is, but it's something like that where it's like, you know, yeah, you know, there was, the, <laughs> there was this one Black Friday, <laughs> you know, or whatever, you know. Yeah,
1: um We could even have it be something as simple as, as like. Uh, you know, a, a, like a car accident or something like right around the holidays. Maybe it wasn't directly tied to Black Friday, but like, you know, when, when I was little, you know, my, my dad had to work late, you know, he always had to work uh, extra around the holidays to try to give me and my siblings what we wanted for Christmas. Like he was a hardworking guy, you know, and one day he was, you know, he, he pulled two shifts in a row, he worked a double, he was coming home, the roads were bad, you know, and some, maybe, maybe, maybe it is Black Friday, he's like, and some fucking asshole, you know, trying to get to the store, before the sales were gone rear-ended him and you know ended he ended up getting into like a you know head-on collision with another car and he died you know something like that where it's like black yeah. friday killed my dad
0: you know <laughs> oh, and, oh okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna twist the knife in deep here right so then, go for it, go i for like it. i like this so and, and then barbara or someone's gonna be like yeah but like that wasn't your fault like you know it was just an accident things happened. and dennis is like no you don't understand it was my fault You know, my my dad was, you know, he had already done all of his holiday shopping. He always did it early. He would brag about it. You know, he would get he would shop in in the summertime and get all the Fourth of July sales and have everything done. But there was. There was this new toy that year and I just had to have it, you know? <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, I just I had to have like the, you know, the, that glow in the dark He-Man or whatever it was. And, yep. you know, and I and and then my, my dad went out and, on Black Friday that year. You know, I always thought that was so weird because he never went out on Black Friday because he was always going to shop and done early. But then yes. I knew later on when they when they found him in the car. And you know that toy was in the shopping bag in the back seat. <laughs> you know, it's like
2: yeah. oh poor my Dennis God. has
0: been blaming himself his whole life for his dad getting killed to buy him the fucking He-Man or whatever.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah, it'll be like Castle Grey Skull or something. You
0: know? yeah. Oh wait, thing, wait, the movie takes place in the '88, so it's gotta be like an early oh, yeah. '80s toy. It's gotta be like one of those like your GI Joes with the kung fu action grip or something. You know, but whatever yeah. it was, like it was like Dennis has been blaming himself all these years that his poor dad got killed going out shopping on Black Friday.
1: Yep, oh, I love it. I love it because it, that's it. It is it is the same level of cheese as the Phoebe Kate Santa Claus story, where it just grinds the movie to a halt to stick some like sappy bullshit in the middle. Right. And I love it. I fucking love it. That's perfect. Um. So yeah. So we. I love this quiet moment. Um. So now, where do you want to go from here? Do we want to kill some of the faceless people off? Like have something crazy happen? Or yeah, do we so- want to start doing small moments again?
0: No, I think this is our, like, this should be our last kind of quiet moment to kind of regroup, give the audience a chance to, like, breathe and kind of, like, lay lay the land, you know, like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is who's left. So I think what should happen after this is that... um, in the story it should be okay here's the plan like we're gonna go out the back door you know out the employee you know uh, exit um and if that if the door is blocked then we'll go out like there's like a maintenance hatch in the ceiling to get up to like air conditioning and there's this ladder back there so you know like we'll we'll send up you know bob and archie first with like the guns to like guard it you know whatever they kind of come up with a plan like you know worst comes to worst if we can't get out the door then we'll get on the roof and like you know yell for help so it's a pretty simple plan but they're all going to kind of stick together Um, and, you know, these faceless, you know, other customers who are left, maybe not too many of them, maybe a, you know, 10 or so they're going to kind of tag along. And of course they're going to be our fodder. So, but between you and I, I think it's hard to just keep the tension going of like who of of the, who done it, because we need to figure out who this, who our killer or killers or whatever is like, what's the situation? Because at this point I'm afraid to kill anybody because I don't know what your plan is. Um, Okay.
1: I, I got it. I got it. All right. So let, let's let's I, I love what you said about having them try to make the plan to go outside. Right. So have uh, have like when we see like there's still a group of like faceless fodder with like collected up front, like you said. So may, maybe even have like Barbara like came over with like a bottle of soda and some red solo cups or something. is like trying to like give the customer something like <laughs> here, have a drink, sweetie, you know, like that yeah. kind of thing. Like so she's being nice, you know, have Dennis and Archie and Bob be like, all right. We got to go check out back if the cars out there, if, the, if he didn't if he didn't get to those cars, we have an escape route, you know, and and we got we got to go. Now, let's let's have them. So they, they go out there to go check. Uh, maybe maybe have uh, have like Ted or Ken, one of those go with them. So we split the group in half. Right. So, yeah, I think uh, I think we have Ted, Dennis, uh, Bob and Archie all go in the back while the rest are up front with the with the nameless fodder. Maybe have like Archie go to open the door. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I can't. I can't get out the door. And he's like shouldering into it really hard. Right. And then we, we pan outside and we see that snow has been plowed up against the door, like packed in. So they can't get out that way. And I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? And maybe like, uh, you know, Dennis is like, well, can we check from the roof? Like, can we go up there and check it out? You know? So like we have, we have them go up the roof hatch. So we see like the little ladder in the back leading up to the roof. You know, Archie gingerly pokes his head out, looks around. No one's on the roof. He looks out back and sees all the snow packed in. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we can't go out the back like they blocked us and that the roof is way too high to fucking jump. So we got to go out the front. So now it's like he could be waiting out there to pick us off. So the whole time they're like they're kind of getting terrified. Right. Um, oh,
0: real, real, real quick, real quick, because there should be some faceless you know, people around, maybe one or two of these other random people come up on the roof and they just start yelling for help. Like, help, help, somebody help, somebody help. And then fucking get shot. <laughs> you know? Like- yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Which, of course, begs the question of, like, wait, where did that come from? Like, who, who just killed these guys... Where our other characters are gonna like you know hit the deck and like okay, so we can't call for help, like we gotta actually get out of the building somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I, I wasn't actually thinking that, but that's that's a good addition. So so yeah, like they go up to the roof and they're looking around. It's blustery and windy and like snow is everywhere. And then they, yeah, we have like you know, fodder one, fodder two, you know, yelling out, help anybody help. And maybe even Archie is like, dude, shut the fuck up. There's a killer on the loose. And then as mm-hmm. he's saying that, like one get one guy gets shot in the shoulder and falls over, and the other guy gets shot in the the face and then the guy's like oh my god help me and they're trying to like drag him back inside you know so now we got a guy wounded and we got another guy dead on the roof they carry him down they're getting him inside he's bleeding you know he's like oh my god what's going on they go out front and maybe as they're going up to the to the front area because i have this this scene in my head that i think would be fucking disturbing and hilarious we we see some of the group is still up there. So like maybe like, uh, you know, Barbara, well, it would be what Barbara and oh, Barbara and Ken would be the only ones. So, yeah. So let, yeah. let's have 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 Barbara be the only one up there at the moment with the, all the nameless fodder and have suddenly <laughs> fucking Molotov cocktail come over one of the <laughs> shelves and land in the midst of the fodder and just oh, set shit. a shitload of people on fire. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, some like Boone's Farm kind of booze or something. <laughs> just <laughs> homemade Molotov comes over from the the Isle of Alcohol. <laughs> They're just like, "Holy
2: shit." <laughs> you know. Yeah, and of course
0: that that'll start a panic, right? Cuz it'll like uh light up one or two of them. They're going to start flailing around, like catch the next person on fire. Maybe mm-hmm. they catch like a like a magazine rack or something on fire, you know, and suddenly now they have yeah. this big now they have this big like, you know, conflagration or whatever like this big scene everyone's kind of panicking uh barbara maybe runs up with like the fire extinguisher you know that she grabbed from like the cash registers but now like okay now maybe like maybe as soon as she's done it's like okay but now all the fodder are dead not even just the ones who were on fire but the other ones are dead too like just in the chaos
1: right right oh, that's perfect. And I love the idea that it it starts uh the magazine rack on fire. So now they actually have a fire in the store. So our main cast, we're not going to be able to keep tabs on everyone. Everyone's going to be rushing. You know, maybe like Bob runs and grabs a fire extinguisher and, you know, and they're they're like putting, trying to put out the fire. And like, you know, several people now, like maybe, maybe like one or two of the the Nameless Fodder are severely injured, but not dead. So they're like, we got to get these people out of here. We got to get to a hospital. Like they're freaking out. Like, what do we do? And then maybe Dennis is like, Where the fuck is Ken? What happened to Ken? You know, so now we're like, oh, shit, where did he go? So we got it. We want to get a couple people together. We'll we'll do maybe maybe we'll do our our whole, uh, you know, named cast, except for like, let's let's leave Bob behind with the injured people. You know, okay. have him watch the people um, and then have them. They're asking Barbara, like, where did Ken go? And maybe she's like, he said he had to pee. You know, he went to the bathroom. You know, and they're like, OK, this like what the fuck is up with this kid? You know, so yeah. now we're we're really leaning in on Ken. Right. So they go to, to look in the bathroom and we find a blood trail. And it's like, oh, God, no. So they're like peeking around the corner and they, they look around and we see Frank.
0: He's dead. Mm. So it's like oh fuck like frank's dead where is ken like frank's dead hey real quick let me just make a little change just because uh we killed um cindy and mrs mcdermott in the bathroom so Mm. instead of like repeating that let's have it be and big and to make ken seem more like ridiculous barbara says something like you know uh oh he told he told me he was diabetic and his blood sugar was dropping he went to go you know eat something in the break room and they're like what the fuck like this guy you know like just that way we can kind of like we can use the break room instead of like the bathroom, but yeah, that's Ooh. where Frank's been at least, for who knows how long. Right, it could have just been recently, or he could have been there the whole fucking time. But yeah, they go and they find Frank's uh, body in the in the break room.
1: Dude, I love it because uh, you mentioned you mentioned the diabetic thing. What if it's something like uh, we, we set up early on that he has asthma? OK, um, like he's he's constantly hitting his inhaler, you know, and he's like because he's freaking out. He's panicking and hyperventilating. So he's like, <gasps> you know, oh, that's the right. Inhaler. Yeah, hyperventilating. He was doing that that's earlier. Yeah, so We do that. And then have Barbara be like, like, they're like, where the fuck is Ken? Like, why didn't he stick? She goes, his inhaler ran out. He ran to the break room to get the one his, or his backup from his locker, you know. So they're like, Perfect. uh-huh. Yeah. So they go in mm-hmm. there and then, yeah, instead of instead of them just finding Frank's corpse, what if they see like in the corner of the break room like back to the door we see frank like kind of slumped in a chair yeah, and they're like sure. frank like is that frank is that you and they go over and you know we do we do the the tried and true horror trope of like archie grabs him by the shoulder and shakes him and his fucking head comes off <laughs>
2: yeah exactly
1: and they're just like holy shit you know it's that whole thing of like the killer sobbed their head off and then put it back i always love it when that happens in slasher movies (laughs) because it's so weird so many of them do it
0: (laughs) like they're just playing with it you know
1: yeah it's like just having some fun (laughs) playing with their food as it were um so yes we still don't know where ken is so we fi- we found Frank. He's dead. Most of the fodder are dead. Um, the only customer that's named customer that's left alive is Bob. Yeah. Um, so we have Archie, Ted, Barbara, Dennis, and Bob, and we don't know where Ken is. So yeah, I think Archie we should.
0: Did. Yeah. Okay.
1: We should start leading into the end here because I know we got to start wrapping things up soon. So.
0: Yeah, and as we're going along, like I think that I have zeroed in on somebody that I think makes sense, but is also I think, interesting for the story. But like I said, I don't know if it syncs up with you. because I, I don't know that we can go any further is what I'm saying, because I feel like at this point it's either one of us is just going to take the lead and tell the story that we are kind of building in our heads and mm-hmm. have, the other, have the other one just go along with it. Or like we did with our Breakfast Club episode, we just got to be like, okay, it's time. We have to like put the cards on the table and reveal the plan so yeah. that we can, uh, we can work out the end game here.
1: Okay. Now um- – okay do we want to do we want to say it for the audience or do we want to say this and then
0: cut in so if the audience's benefit we're gonna cut it out we're gonna tell each other and then we're gonna go back to the improv that way hopefully you listening if you're still with us and you're still interested you'll get the ending without having it spoiled before we get to kill uh, the rest of our characters so uh edit coming and then we'll jump right back in well we're waiting Okay, so we have it down. We talked and we know what we're going to do. What's the lay of the land here again, right? So we have this fire that just happened. You know, Barbara and Bob put the fire out. They go and Ken is missing somewhere. They find Frank's body in like the break room. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've got Ken again is missing somewhere. We've got Archie. We've got Ted. We've got Barbara. We've got Dennis and we've got Bob. So let's ramp up to the end game here, right? I think think it's time for, for somebody to just... Like, stop, you know, putting up with some bullshit and take, you know, matters into their own hands. I feel like maybe let's give Bob a chance to shine. Maybe maybe Bob just says, like, you know, fuck this to the crowd. And he just and he just walks off. They're like, yo, Bob, get back here, man. Where are you going? But it's like he just like disappears into the darkness. Like, where the fuck did Bob go? He's a big ass dude. You know, like, it's kind of creepy that he's so big and he just like snuck away, you know.
1: What, what if we do something like let, let, let's let's have let's have Bob do something heroic here. So like like, like you had said, uh, we had uh, the fire and all that with with the um, with the p- injured people. And Barbara makes that comment of we got to get these people to a hospital or they're not going to survive. And, you know, they know that there's a gunman outside. What if Bob is like, fuck it, I'm going for my truck. And he like runs out the front like runs across the parking lot gets in his truck and he's as he's driving it toward the front of the store like maybe like we hear gunshots ringing out and he's just like you know they're panging off his truck and he crashes his truck into the front windows be like all right come on we're gonna get out of here you know and like while he's doing that like we could have i mean we could do we could go one of two ways with this we could have uh you know something happen to stop them from getting in the truck like maybe the killer reveals themselves or we could do the tried and true hollywood trope of the gunshots paying off the truck and fucking explode the gas tank killing bob (laughs)
0: you know it's funny you mentioned that too because i was thinking almost the same thing i was gonna have bob like run over to you know grab some guns and kind of and maybe like you know dennis or archie runs up and tries to stop him, like hey man where are you going and bob just turns and like pulls a gun on him and they're like yo bob like what the fuck man like it was you all along like what the hell he's like nah like i like i'm not staying in here like this plan isn't working like I'm getting out of here right now. We're all getting out of here right now. So it's like a little bit of a fake out where he was just grabbing the gun because he was going to run. Yeah, he's going to run for the door. He's going to, you know, he's just going to make a run for it. But when he runs out the door, he's expecting to get shot at. So he just like holds his pistol behind him and he's just shooting as he's running, you know, like, yeah, trying to keep anyone from being able to like take an aim on him. So he's going to hop in the truck. Yeah, you know, pang, pang, pang. I like the idea of him just rushing and smashing in the front door because then it's going to take away that killer's uh you know part of their plan because now there might be a way to get out um, yes because we plowed in the back door we didn't really see the front door get plowed in but there's a bunch of like bodies and shit there right so right uh, bob's not really going to be able to like really smash the door and drive all the way into the, the the store it's going to be like driving up on like a pile of bodies you know yeah. <laughs> and like hitting the door and like maybe breaking it down partially but then he's going to get stuck like it got stuck in the mud like it's oh. like, a, like a movie trope but it's like bodies and blood you know
1: nice, nice. wheels are spinning intestines
0: yeah. are going <laughs> Yeah exactly and yeah uh and have Bob like like he's going to go to try to get out of the the truck to like you know come on everyone get in and everyone's like uh i guess <laughs> you know like right. uh and he's just you know come on everyone come on everybody and he's still trying to trying to like rock the truck back and forth it's like this big heroic moment but uh, you know maybe he just he he's just like ah oh, god damn it and he like jumps out of the truck and like again we could go a couple of different ways we could have like the big reveal we could have something crazy like it fucking blows up you know or we could do something. Something like, really kind of stupid, and just have him like slip on the blood and like break his neck, like, just real <laughs> anticlimactic, you know? Like, fuck, we weren't expecting that. <laughs> you know what?
1: Let's com let's combine, let's combine a bunch of shit right here. Let's, let's get to the, let's get to the reveal. Um and I think this is the perfect way to do it. So yeah, Bob crashes in, like you just said, you know, and he's like, Come on, maybe it's a van, not a not a truck. He's gonna, you know, like, you know, people jump in a flatbed, they're gonna be uh, you know, open fodder for whoever the gunman is. Um, so like he's like, Come on, guys, get in the back of the van. Like, and it's it's like total 80s van with like a a stallion airbrushed on the side of it, you know. (laughs) Of
2: course. (laughs) Yes.
1: Um, so like people start like, you know, running toward the truck or like, you know, maybe like Barbara's helping like the burned people, like trying to get them in. You know, and he's like, we're getting out of here. We're fucking getting out of here. And like maybe, you know, Bob has his head leaned out the the truck and he's yelling like he's holding his gun. He's waving people on. And then he gets fucking shot, you know, And, and like maybe he doesn't get dead right away. He just gets shot. He's like, what the fuck? You know, and then we turn the camera and we see Ken standing in the store holding a fucking rifle. And now he's like full of confidence and vigor. You know, he's standing, he's like, Mm -hmm. you guys aren't going anywhere. No one's getting (laughs) out of here alive, you know, and then have like maybe more gunshots start coming down from the roof. So people have to rush back inside. They're like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? And, have, and then this is where we get our, our villain speech. Like, we, you know, we find out that, you know, Ken was in on this the whole time. You know, and we could even do a thing. Like, we could do a, a montage of showing back where Ken first, uh, you know, first found bodies and, and having him, like, do the freak out thing. And, like, as soon as, like, he's done freaking out and people are like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, and they, they leave him alone for a second. We see, like, a little smirk. You yeah. know, like like shit like that and have, uh, you know, like maybe maybe Bob gets killed here from the rain of gunfire coming down from the roof and then have have Ken like hold up a walkie talkie and be like, all right, game on, you know, something like mm-hmm. that and have Ted come down and he's got the other gun. You know, and and it's just basically they reveal like, yeah, yeah, we're in on this. And this is where we get our big, uh, I don't know if you want to do the killer of like the killer speech Mm -hmm. thing that we we kind of talked about. But uh, but yeah, so we we have them reveal themselves
0: here. Yeah, for sure. I I think this is good, too. And so we just lost Bob, but we still have Archie, Barbara and Dennis now. Right. So there's three people Mm -hmm. left. Um, Okay, so, yeah, exactly. So. I feel like Archie at this point is just like fed up with this bullshit, just like kind of like Bob was a little while ago. So I think maybe before Ken has a chance to say anything, you know, maybe Archie is just like, you know, fuck, fuck you, little man. And he's just going to go, going to go for him, going to go for Ken. Uh, You know, Ken's got, got this rifle. And I think this is a good chance for us to show how Ken's demeanor is different. Cause he's just going to like level this rifle. Like there isn't this, you know, six foot huge guy coming at him right now. And he's right. just going to take, he's going to take careful aim and just blast Archie in the knee not kill him right away Ooh, he's just gonna yeah. take him down right and then he's gonna be, and then he's gonna like you know cock that gun like pop the shell out you know walk up to Archie he's gonna put the muzzle against his head and being like oh you know it's, it's just something real fucking condescending oh big man so tough you know and <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so, or so, yeah.
1: something like who's the little man now bitch you know something
0: yeah, like exactly exactly right and then this would be a good time for him to radio like on this little walkie like all right man like you know like uh, the game's up you know come on down and of course uh barbara and dennis are like what the fuck are you talking about and of course who's the one who's not there it's fucking ted you know mm-hmm. and and maybe like a ceiling tile pops out and there's like a little like rope ladder and ted jumps down like oh you fucking crafty little bastard you know like no wonder you were getting around all sneaky you know, running through the fucking ceiling with your little like rope ladder you know mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> um so yeah so ken's gonna gonna get that his uh his little speech, but I think it'd be more fun. If, when Ted jumps down, it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah, dude. That's so fucking cool. Archie. Goddamn. That's going to hurt boy. You know, oh, and it's like, yeah, Ted's just real fucking excited. And of course, Dennis is going to be like, you motherfucker. Like you put this, you put this, you put Ken up to this man. Like what the hell you've been the brains behind this. Like, I didn't think you had it in you Ted. And Ted's like me. You think I'm smart enough to pull this off? Like my man, Ken's a fucking crafty motherfucker. <laughs> <You
1: know>? <laughs> <laughs> and like, i and like, I like when you would like, Oh shit you like, have him stick his finger in the bullet wound and be like, ah, look at this, this is gross, you know, and have Archie just <laughs> screaming.
2: Oh, God,
1: And, yeah. uh, and then, uh, you know, yeah, so yeah, like you said, like, you know, Dennis is like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you you put him up to this and he's like, oh, no, 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 this, this is all Ken's idea. I just think it's fun, you know, <laughs> and, and have that this is where we, we do the big reveal of like, why? What is your motive, you know, and they're just like, there's no motive. This is just fun. You know, and like really fucking psychopaths. Like yeah. the the whole reason they're doing this is because their holiday was let's fucking murder a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, you know, and maybe you know Dennis is gonna ask him that. He's like, what the hell? You know, Ken. Like, this is fun. He's just like, yeah, why not? Like, aren't we having a good time? This yeah. doesn't happen. Like, this doesn't happen every day. You know, and it's like they call it Black Friday, and it's not even fun anymore, or whatever. He says something like, you know, they call it Black Friday. I thought we'd make it real dark, you know. And it's like, <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, but Kenneth just like messed up. Like he didn't need it. And didn't he? Didn't he? Wasn't getting revenge, and he didn't have some like crazy backstory. You know, he's just like, nah, man, this was fun. Like I saw they were hiring, and I thought. This would be perfect. Like, nobody knows me here, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And he's like, uh, all I need was my buddy Ted to put a good – or my cousin Ted to put a good word in for me. And Barbara's like, wait, your cousin? What? His Ted's like, yeah, dude. Like, this is my, my fucking creepy little cousin. He used to hang out. He used to, like, always be trying to hit on my sister. So gross, you know. Like,
1: right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I have Ted just be like, dude, shut up. We talked about this. Like.
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's like they're, they're just having way too good of a time. But this is when Archie in, you know, while they're giving the villain speech and they're distracted, you know, Archie's just going to like, you know, grab him by – ken by the belt buckle and just like pull him to the ground and like tackle on top of him like you know he's bleeding and he's hurting but he's gonna just try something just enough to kind of like you know to throw him off so he's gonna be able to pull ken down and this is right when you know uh, you know dennis who's still armed you know dennis is gonna you know maybe go for ted so we could have a little bit of a shootout you know like maybe uh, maybe ted and dennis are having a little bit of a shootout while ken and archie are are struggling on the floor I'm not sure about Barbara. Do you think she would get in on a fight like this or is she going to try something else?
1: I I think I I love where you're going with this, but let's 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 reconfigure the chess pieces a little bit. So we had we had Ted poke his finger in Archie's like bullet wound, like, ha ha ha. You know, like he's he's like fucking around while Ken is like eyeball. He knows Dennis is the threat. You know, Dennis is the one that you know is clearly gonna fight back if uh, you know if things go sideways. So Ken's keeping his eye on Dennis while they're they're giving their little speech and have uh, have Archie like you said instead of grabbing Ken, have him grab Dennis and pull him down and like grab him around the throat like he's like I'm gonna fucking kill him I'm gonna fu-. and then Ken you know like level his gun at Archie be like Don't you fucking do it have uh, you know have uh, Dennis jump up with his gun and have Ken just spin back and fire. And have Dennis have to drop down behind the counter. You know, you hear Archie screaming, Ted screaming, mm-hmm. you know, Dennis is hiding. And then have Ken, like, you know, we're, we're getting the point of view of Dennis. We have Ken being like, Ken or uh, Dennis, come out from your hiding spot. And he like peeks mm-hmm. his head up and he's got Barbara and he's got a gun up to her.
2: Oh, like, yeah. So he grabbed sure. her.
1: And so now he's got a hostage. So Archie's got a hostage. He's got a hostage. And, um, like, I want to give Barbara a moment to shine. This is why I wanted her to be
0: a, like, a a perceived victim here. Yeah, I think, so, if if you're cool with it, I think we we could maybe take Archie and Ted off the table right here. Because I feel like with Archie bleeding out, you know, Ted, like, fighting with him, they're grappling on the ground. He's not really going to be able to get involved in this like showdown too much i think it would be fun if archie is just like you know like fuck it man we lose but you know i'm I'm taking your dumb ass with me and have him just start bashing ted's fucking head on the floor just over and over and over and over you know and of course ken doesn't even care anymore ken's just beady unblinking eyes right on dennis like they're in this like you know showdown while archie is just like you know i'm like i'm taking one of you little bastards with me (laughs) yes (laughs) yes I love it. So yeah. So we we have the, the chaos
1: happening. Like Archie is just fucking murdering Ted. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Ken gives no fucks. He's eyeballing Dennis. Um, you know, he's got Barbara like with a gun to her head. You know, Dennis comes up and he's like, drop the gun. And Archie's like, don't do it. Don't fucking do it. We got him. You know, he's like, yeah, exactly. you know, we're fighting back. And then, you know, have have Dennis put the gun. He's like, you know, Barbara, don't worry. i am I'm not going to let you get killed and have Ken be like, oh, it's so sweet that you think something like that. But I want to have Barbara. You, like I said, get her little come up ins here. So maybe she, she does a thing like she has uh like her employee keys in her smock and okay. she like she has her hand like we see like a close up of her like gripping the keys in her hand, like she's got her her hand in her smock, and uh you know Ken's giving his little villain speech about how you know none of you are making it out of here alive. You know you're all gonna fucking die. You know it's like I didn't I didn't spend weeks planning this for nothing. You know and have, have a, like he's given a speech and have her swing her keys up behind him and stab him in the fucking eye. And be like oh my god you fucking bitch! Like have him <laughs> freaking out. Nice. You know and then Archie goes to grab his gun and Dennis grabs a gun and fucking shoot. I don't know if we want do we want to kill Archie because someone else no, has don't to die. So
2: no
0: i don't know i I, I, i'm kind of okay with archie and dennis and barbara all living at this point like i think taking ted out was kind of the fun part yeah Um, yeah i'm okay with archie just you know like let the black guy live (laughs) in the whole movie we already did all the other 80s stereotypes
1: (laughs) let's let's have him get shocked i want to make it look like it's just down to, to uh to ken and dennis and like you know barbara so like have him you know uh uh, archie go to grab the gun and ken's like fuck you and he fires and we see archie get hit but he doesn't get hit in a vital spot like maybe he gets hit in like the right shoulder or something and flies back you know and he's like yeah. laying there bleeding um you know ken go or dennis goes to grab his gun ken turns and starts shooting at him you know now the two of them are kind of in like a fucking firefight and um like maybe barbara's the one to save the day like barbara scurries into the aisles like trying to get away uh Dennis is pinned down Ken's like holding the gun like they're they're arguing back and forth and maybe we see we go back to the POV shot that we saw at the beginning that was Barbara's POV and have her like coming up behind Ken and fucking stab him with a butcher knife or something like that she grabbed from like housewares
0: yeah okay so I I, I I love this I think we need to set up two like quick like uh, Chekhov's guns if we, could, if we could retroactively go back in our script here right mm-hmm. I think first of all when Barbara first gets to the to the store at the very beginning the whole sequence where we have like the fake out scare with like the crowd of customers who are trying to like get in the back door and like Archie comes out and saves her at that scene when she sees those customers come in, like even before she gets out of her car you see her put her keys between her fingers like claws like, yes. like this is something that she does you know as a as a woman you know working late at night you know she, she But before she gets out of the car she makes her keys into a little weapon that way when mm-hmm. we see it later on it's like oh yeah fuck yeah she's going to do that again and yep. at the same time like we need to give her a weapon something something that we saw earlier in the movie that would be a really cool weapon to finally you know kill ken that would just be like available to her and it it would be funny if it was a christmas decoration you know <laughs> like uh right. like a like a bunch of like big uh like light up icicles that were hung on a string or something or you know, something from like the Christmas tree, but something to kind of tie back into the beginning scene again when they were decorating the store, something that she, where she could grab and then, you know, like, ho, 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 motherfucker, and like, you know, take uh, Ken out with, you know, some ridiculous uh, Christmas decoration.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. So w- w- remember we set, we talked about the Christmas tree being kind of like in the center of the store that they were setting up. So like, yeah, we, we could have something like that, like, like uh, like an icicle decoration or something that would be hanging on the tree or maybe like one of those, like the long spindly glass ornaments, you know, that uh, were very big in the eighties where they just, they looked like, you know, they were going to explode at any moment. Cause they were just like all shrapnel-y looking. Um, maybe she grabs one of those and fucking stabs them in the eye or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or, or or it could be, like, they were going to set up, like, the little Santa's village for, like, when Santa is going to come and have the kids sit on his lap. So, you know, they were, just, they were just setting it up. And it could be as simple as, like, there's this big oversized candy cane, like a big one, like, you know, four feet tall made of, like, plastic or wood or something. And I can see Barbara at this point, who's so chipper and so happy, and she loves the holidays. And this Ken dude is just, like, terrorizing and ruining everything. At this point, she just grabs that giant candy cane, and she's just screaming, like, ah, you motherfucker, and just beating him and beating him and beating him. And Beat, yes! like, like she just loses it like you know like you ruined my goddamn holiday <laughs> You know? <laughs> oh dude i like that that is the best okay
1: that is way better than anything i had planned i fucking love that so yes so we get the we get the the uh the whatchamacallit the, the standoff between dennis and ken like they're both kind of like drawing their guns on each other archie's bleeding on the floor we don't know if he's alive we cut back to the pov shot that we opened the movie with and this is a big fucking candy cane like you said and she just starts beating the ever-loving fuck out of him. You know, he's, ble- like, bleeding all over the place. He's dropped his gun. His face is all swollen and fucked. And she's just, cur- like, using every curse you can imagine. Like, fucking cock sucker cunt lick it, motherfucker Just, like, screaming and beating him. And, like, have <laughs> Dennis, like, slowly peek up and be like, holy shit. You know, be like, Barbara! Barbara, he's dead! He's dead! Like, his brains are leaking out on the floor. <laughs> just, like, he's fucking dead. And have her just be like, oh, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. Did, oh my God, is, did I do that? Like, just <laughs> like, like she blacked out and went into a rage, you know.
0: Like Ralphie beating up Scott Farkas, right? Right, exactly. Razum, him no good,
2: <laughs> you know. Oh, um,
1: dude, then he, yeah, instead
0: of her actually swear and have her do that. Just be
1: like, yeah. you Razum, Razum, no good, friggin' frackle. Just <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: she could have it with, like, duty head, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Dennis comes over and, like, maybe he grabs the, the giant candy cane, you know, which is perfect, too, because it harkens back to the cookie that she gave, you know, Ted that he Damn tried it, to, yeah. like, you know, be stupid with. But, yeah, Dennis comes over and grabs it. He's like, it's okay. She's dead. Or he's dead. And uh, yeah, she, you know, she's going to kind of come to her senses and like come back and like, oh, my God. And then, you know, now it's like, OK, the human emotion is going to going to kick in and th- they're going to hug. And, you know, Dennis is going to you know comfort her and she's going to comfort him right back. And, you know, they're going to kind of like do that, like arm in arm, like walk out the store. But then at the last minute you see like Archie lift his hand up and they're like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we should have like,
1: yeah, like he, they, she, you know, he gets her to, to get rid of the candy cane and she hugs him. And they're like they're embraced. And he's like all right, we got to get out of here, you know? And then we just hear a little help. (laughs) And they turn, they're like, holy shit, Archie, you're still alive. He's like, his heart's like a bitch, you know? He's just like shoulders bleeding, knees bleeding and like, Maybe we do the thing where it's, like, uh, you know, credits roll as we see, like, the sirens, like, flashing lights mm-hmm. coming in the distance. Like, clearly someone would have heard all the gunshots and reported, but there was such a snowstorm it took them all night to get there. And we see, like, you know, the credits are rolling as the cops are, like, coming into the store, like, all freaked out. And we see, like, the bloody group of of uh, uh, Dennis. Archie and Barbara just like sitting there waiting for the help and you know and then and, and of course the 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 music would be something like you know
0: Silent Night <laughs>
1: like something <laughs> uh, all somber and play, you know or we could go the other way and rocking around the Christmas tree which either one
0: no no yeah. I think we yeah no I think we go yeah we go a little bit somber you know we go yeah Silent Night you know Holy Night well we kind of like let the movie end on this quiet moment it, it could even be like a little bit of a slow motion shot as you're just seeing like you know cops jump through the front door and you know, you see all the lights and sirens outside, and you know, Dennis and Barbara just kind of they look at each other and they look over, and you see there's like paramedics running over, you know, to Archie. And then maybe maybe Dennis, you know, who's been grumpy this whole time, you know, maybe, you know, or fucking maybe Barbara just like you know reaches down and then she picks up one of her little Christmas cookies that was on the floor yes! and it to Dennis. And and then for the first time in the whole movie, Dennis just smiles and fade to black. It takes <laughs> a bite of the cookie and then yeah. yes, fade
1: to black. Perfect. Yeah. Dude, this was fun. I, I had fun <laughs> with this. I didn't yeah. expect it to be this
0: fun yeah this was good yeah it ran a little bit long because we you know we were we were kind of going around in circles trying not to fight each other on the storytelling at a certain point so uh, yeah you know, we did finally just have to give in but yeah it was fun you know it, it, and i li- i really liked the fact that like i didn't know who the killer was you didn't know who the killer was we just made all this shit up on the spot
1: i'll be honest when when we were initially coming up with the characters the first person i had in my head was frank um because i was like oh what if the manager finally cracked under all the pressure of all these black fridays and he was just like Fuck it, i'm done you know but then yeah. I, I'm, I'm really happy with where, where it ended up because, like, as we told the story, like, the, the killer kept shifting for me. I yeah. kept going like, oh, maybe it's going to be this guy. Oh, maybe it's going to be this guy, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm glad we're, we're where we finally landed because I like the idea of a killer that doesn't really have a motive other than I just want to have this experience. Like that is terrifying to me because that's so inhuman.
0: I didn't originally have someone in mind when we were, you know, uh, coming up with names and stuff. I, I definitely thought that, you know, Frank was definitely like a possibility. Um, but then I think Ralphie and Randy were like my early picks, but then we decided to kill them in kind of a funny way. So I was like, ah, fuck it. We'll just roll with the punches after that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, we ultimately, I think we both independently decided to go the Scream route and have the two killers, you know, because that, that was something that you had wanted to do. And, you know, when, yep. we, when, when we edited out to talk about it, I was like, yeah, I was thinking like Ralphie and Randy. And then I was like, I was kind of rolling with the punches and it could be, you know, I think we both kind of thought that Ted was a good choice. But, you know, mm-hmm. going with Ken, I think was, a, I think that's what really what, what's clinched it. And I think that's what it would make for a good twist for anyone actually watching the movie, because there's this whole performance where hell, even I earlier on was like, Oh, it can't be Ken because Ken was the one who found these bodies. But Mm -hmm. you know, by, by allowing Ted to, to be like the hired gun and then Ken can kind of put on this whole performance. Like you can, immediately just eliminate him as any kind of a suspect which is which makes it perfect right when absolutely when he is so yeah this was a lot of fun
1: one of the things i want to point out is very 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 few slasher movies um use guns you know because again slasher you know you think a pointed implement um But it's always a breath of fresh air when it happens because it's so realistic. Like, that's one of those things that, like, most people, if they're going to murder somebody, a lot of people use a fucking gun. So it's like when, like, Art the Clown pulled it out in the first Terrifier, I was like, oh, shit, look at that. And I know, like, uh, Mick in the fucking... Oh my God! Why can't I think of the the fucking name now? The, those Australian horror movies, damn Wolf it. Creek? I, it! Wolf Creek, thank you. I know he uses a, a rifle, but it's like it's so rare. So to have like the killers completely relying mostly on guns, I thought that was a really uh, fun way to go about it. So.
0: I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the real Thanksgiving movie that Eli Roth made and the connection to Black Friday and how that kind of like shifted our plans a little bit. But you know what? We'll, yes. just, we'll just we'll just hang on to that for our year in review, which we'll do probably after Christmas. Uh, you know, we, we'll, I definitely want to have an episode where we kind of go through like all of our facts and figures and you know kind of look back and you know make yeah. some comments and things like. So we'll save it for then. But in the meantime, check us out at com or at by Rentals on all the socials and also radpantheon.com and at rad pantheon for the super team of podcasters artists musicians all sorts of creative friends supporting each other and helping to spread the word about rad stuff so if you like this show and you had a good time go check out some more of our friends at radpantheon.com you got anything you want to close out with mike
1: uh no just uh check out the boogeyman's closet and count creepy head saturday morning monster Mash. both are available on rad pantheon so those are the other two podcasts i'm involved with and we have a lot of holiday fun coming up so check those out
0: Definitely, and thanks to everyone for tuning in to the Raised by Rentals program again. If you had fun with us, drop us a line, visit us on the socials, leave a comment, leave a podcast rating, and of course, tell us what you think we should improv, improve next time. And with that, I'm Josh. I'm Mike. And we have to
2: return some videotapes.
0: Raised by Rentals is a member of the Rad Pantheon Network. Visit radpantheon.com to support rad stuff. The theme music is Forbidden Fruit by Velvet Bethany. You can purchase music and learn more at VelvetBethany.com. Happy Black Friday!